Welcome to Everybody Wants Something, a Degrassi podcast where two black millennials recap every episode of Degrassi from junior high to next class. Because why not? I'm your host, Sonique. And I'm your other host, Lauren. Let's jump in. We're back. We're back, everyone. We're finally back. Hi. We are finally back. All right, hold on. I'm going to close my window. (laughs) We're going to keep chatting, though, because it's going to be very noisy. Sadiq just wants everybody to know that she lives in New York, baby. In New York. New York City, baby! (laughs) There's, like, literally, if you were to, like, make up, like, a trope of like oh Carrie Bradshaw <laughs> at her window typing away <laughs> Sadiq is that right now oh my god I really <laughs> am I you know I've never considered it my desk is not like at like facing yeah. the window but it's like you know kind of kitty corner yeah oh my god like <laughs> you just need a little um a little chain smoking ashtray and you know, Dang, I, don't, but this... I don't have anything like a cigarette near me. I was trying to look through the deck, like a pencil. It's like, I couldn't help but wonder if I was a girl in the city, was the city a girl in me? Like, what are you talking about, girl? Like, are you on drugs, Gary? Are you high? Listen, that would make a more entertaining um, <laughs> anything, but oh my gosh. Uh, but how are you doing, City Girl? Uh, city Girl, I am alive. I've mm-hmm. been uh, out of commission for the past week. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a cheeky combination of sinusitis and bronchitis. So I've been very sick um, for the past week or so. I was like just fully, um, I went to Albany for a work thing. And then like... <laughs> I went, okay, so here, here's a story. Let me give you the full story. I've actually had this persistent cough for about a month, which, um, hey girls, if you do, you probably should go to the doctor. But I was like, um, I had had a cold at one point, had a cough, and I was like, it's probably post-nasal drip. That happens to me sometimes. I have fucked up right. sinuses. I probably should go to an ENT. It'll be fine. I mm-hmm. had this like cough, kind of like phlegmy cough, cough for like weeks. Then it's the weekend. I'm like the week of. I can just go to my this uh, this thing, and I'm like, oh, God, I found sound horrible, but like I feel okay. Um, did the event the day I'm coming back from Albany is also the day that like New York was like flooding, so I was like, it was stressful because <laughs> right. I was trying to figure out like, am I gonna be able to get back? Like, oh my God, I'm gonna right. stay in Albany. Like, God forbid. So then I'm coming back and then I started to feel it like at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm feeling feverish and I'm like, oh no, like, is it just a lack of sleep? Maybe I hope I got home and I was fully like, I don't feel so good. Like, uh-huh. and I just had this like persistent fever, like, like, like not high, but just kind of like that low grade, like yes. fever for days, horrible chest cough and like, infl- like inflamed chest it was like could hardly breathe like I I, I was I, I wasn't like short enough shortness of breath but just like very congested yeah I eventually was like I need to go to the doctor because I was really worried I had COVID and yeah. like, fuck like COVID finally got me <laughs> it didn't though um <laughs> get a test COVID negative bitch but they were like no girl but you are infected you, you should take these antibiotics <laughs> like hey curly pop like you're not okay right so I took some antibiotics and I'm finally feeling better but I'm like this is an overshare 
Um, I don't do well on antibiotics. I have a very like um, sensitive um, gut biome. So <laughs> I take antibiotics. Like my stomach is not okay. It's like immediately yeah. it's like, nope, 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 nope. So I've been like um, <laughs> having the shits for like oh, no. a few days. And they're like, that's a side effect. Like it'll take a few days. Like you'll probably like yeah. be fine. Just take like some, and you get more yogurt. Um, yeah, but one good thing. It is not a good thing. I look so snatched right now because I'm like, she's skinny. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, oh, this is like temporary. Listen, the way that like diet culture has creeped into all of our lives, being like, it when we're breaks sick, your we're brain. Like, ah, weight loss journey. <laughs> I literally like had like sweating fever. Like I had like no, because I don't know if you ever had bronchitis, but also like it kills your appetite. I'm like, because you can't, yeah. I can't smell anything. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I was eating mostly like yogurts and like mac and cheese, just like easy shit I could easily eat. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing is appealing to me. I finally am getting my appetite back today. I had a burger from Shake Shack. And I was like, oh, hey. like, like, oh, I ate it. I was so hungry. But like at one point, I'm like, yeah, diet culture is sick. I'm like literally like sweating fever in the mirror, like, <laughs> like, like my cheekbones, like. <laughs> <laughs> the way we all fucking do that where it's like so oh, i'm sick but at least i'm not eating yes like <laughs> i was like you know what? i get why like um tuberculosis chic was actually really popular in like turn of the century because like at a one oh, yeah. point like fun fact listener like that was a thing like people were terrified of dying from tb but they're like it made you look so hot people were like making it look like they had tb to be like <laughs> like i'm sick See these rib cages? Yeah, that's mine. <laughs> like so, that was me. I was like fully just like a Victorian woman, just like in the mirror, like corset mm. just snatched two inches smaller. Look at that! I bought a bunch of dresses. I was like, "Ooh, that looks so good!" Like, it's so real. It's so real. Oh my gosh! Excuse me. As you can see, I thought I'm kind of coughing, but it's okay. I'll stay though. I'm I'm feeling better. But yeah, that's, that's that's where good. I'm at. Lauren, how are you though? You've had a fabulous <laughs> life lately. I have. So I um on the opposite end of the spectrum. Uh, I just got back from in my trip to Cambodia, and it was uh, like amazing. Like literally, I am that. I feel like I'm all the memes. I'm that girl that's like just come back from study abroad that can't stop talking about it. I'm that girl that just got back from a trip that's like. Uh, you just don't even know like going abroad just really changes you and like like it just resets you like you have to (laughs) like in a week you're gonna post a picture that you like just took and be like take me back like dot 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 Uh, but like I at least I'm older now so I know that like I can feel those things internally but I don't share them um so I'm just explaining it here online um but I'm doing well my trip Tikimoto was like fucking amazing. Like, I'm obsessed. My tour guide was amazing. I feel like he's become like a good friend of mine. And oh, nice. Yeah. So I have a Cambodian friend now. Shout out to CV. And yeah, it was just amazing. And it's just, I mean, yes, I live in a foreign country. Like, that's foreign than my own. But like, this is also just my regular, regular life. So it's just nice to like go and like, be experienced or go experience new things and new sites and yeah that makes sense learning a new culture so 
that felt really good. But then I had that downturn of like that post trip high of like, oh, I have to go back to real life. (laughs) I have to go do my job so I can get paid. Like I have to do something with my life. (laughs) I can't just, you know, be on like a week long sabbatical where I don't have to make any real decisions or really get back to anyone in a timely manner. So yeah that's that's the downside but (laughs) that sucks but you were it was like a food tour like was it like a food like the whole thing was like a food tour right yeah so um if anyone's curious called lost plate food tours highly recommend um but yeah they they have like kind of single day tours where you could just go and do like a night like you know from 6 to 9 p.m um tour but they also have multi-day tours so this was their first I was part of the first inaugural Cambodian trip they've never done one um, outside of China and the U.S. so um, you basically ever all the food is planned out for you and then you basically we do it to three different parts of Cambodia and um, yeah it's a food-centered tour so you do some other stuff like we went to museum we went to and did like experience type things but everything's food focused so right up my alley that's so cool that sounds awesome what was like your what was the favorite your favorite thing that you tried or like new food or maybe a food that you you've had Mm -hmm. before but like it was like you know that you like Um, really enjoyed my favorite uh i love rice noodles i used to live in the south of china and south china and southeast asia rice is king and so um rice noodles are really big there and so that we went to this one restaurant that had this like it was rice noodles but like with uh like a yellow curry but it was like an Mm. ancient recipe of a yellow curry so i didn't know this cambodia didn't get chilies until like the part of history where like trade was happening where they could finally get spicy chilies from another part of the world. And so, but it was like so flavorful, but not spicy. So that was just like a delicious soup rice bowl. That was amazing. Rice noodle bowl. And then uh, they have uh, this special black pepper that's really good there. And so Mm -hmm. um, they cook that with everything, but they had this like really nice like stir fried beef that was like with the pepper and then you have a dipping sauce with it. If you guys have ever had shaking beef from a Vietnamese restaurant, it's kind of similar to that, but a Cambodian version. Okay. So you stir fried beef in like a light sauce and then you have a dipping sauce where it's pepper and salt and then you squeeze fresh lime juice in it and then you dip the, the beef into it. And then eat that Ooh. with rice. And it is fucking amazing. And that sounds so good. Yeah. If you if you if you ever go to a Vietnamese or a Cambodian restaurant, shaking beef is kind of like that style. So if you kind of want that, that's but you gotta have the the lime pepper salt dipping sauce as well. Chef's mm-hmm. kiss. Chef's kiss. And then all the like condensed milk iced coffees I can drink. Oh. Yes. Well, that sounds like you had a fantastic time. The food sounds so good. Yeah, I'd like to go to Cambodia one day. I I learned about it. I took a class in college and it was about like refugees and we had a, a whole section on like the Khmer Rouge and like mm-hmm. um refugees from Cambodia, but part of that was like learning like 
a bit of like the history of Cambodia mm-hmm. and like the culture. And I was like, it's really interesting. Yeah. Very it is very interesting. Also, really cool music scene from the fifties and sixties yes. before before the um the regime takeover that mm-hmm. um I, I what is it called? I saw a documentary. It's called um You'll Remember Me or something. Oh fuck, I can't remember it. But it's about like these all of these like pop stars that came out of Cambodia in like the sixties. Mm-hmm. And it's and like there's a a soundtrack album with it and the music is like really cool. So I don't know. So if you hear oh. listening to this Google about this, but it's called like um Sorry, I mean, I feel like I have to look at it up because Cambodian pop music documentary. Um, it is called Don't Think I've Forgotten Cambodia's mm. Lost Rock and Roll. And um, yeah, it's about a bunch of like these artists that came out like in like the music scene that really like flourished. And sadly, the majority of those artists disappeared mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. after the Khmer Rouge took over and they just were never heard from again. So mm-hmm. presumed dead. But um, yeah, they have like this whole album and it's really cool. It's like really like cool, like rock, like rock and roll and soul music from Cambodia. And it's in Cambodia. Nice. But you might like that too. You should check it out. Yes, I just wrote it down. So I will be checking that out later. Yeah, yeah. very cool. Um and yeah, I think it was just a it was a cool experience, and then learning a lot about um, and that's why I think the 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 tour is really nice, of like, I think as an from American perspective, like we kind of, what we know about Cambodia is like the Khmer Rouge, and then mm-hmm. when then but the big thing for Americans is like the Vietnam War, but you know, right, the Vietnam War like strongly affected Cambodia, oh, yeah, some of the bombings. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, leads into the Khmer Rouge. And so moral of the story is it's all America's fault again. <laughs> Once again, I'm like, uh, follow, follow the dots. Um, mm-hmm. Anytime, anytime military <clears throat> money is going to somebody, I'm just like, uh, I'm always, I'm just never quick to be like, we're not really on the right side of history. A lot of times I'm like, uh, follow the money. I'm like, I don't know. I dig, dig into this a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but yeah. Um, well, I'm happy you had a, a really cool trip. Sounds like you had a great time. Thank you. I did. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. But you know who isn't an oppressive su- world superpower and military dominant? Who? Yeah. <laughs> Our listeners. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wasn't that a beautiful segue? <laughs> <laughs> it was actually. I knew who you're saying who you're doing, but I just I you know I wanted to play into it. Oh, oh my you. God. Do these lovely, unoppressive people have things to say to us? They did. So we got a lovely few DMs from our OG BFF in the DMs, Miss Kirsten. Hello, and girl. Kirsten says, obviously, I love the pod so much, but holy shit, between my wife and my children reference and Pink Floyd singing Stairway to Heaven. I feel so old. So I think last time we were, I think I was like miss saying the show name. And then I <laughs> thought you were talking about Stairway to Heaven. Or I it was like a Pink Floyd thing. And I'm like, I don't know anything. Yeah, I think, yeah, because Blue Blue wanted to take her to like Pink Floyd. And then you were like, oh yeah, Pink Floyd, like Stairway to Heaven. And I was like, no. <laughs> 
wrong game. Uh, <clears throat> wrong group of white men you just named. <laughs> uh, and uh, Kirsten also said, Sonique sounds just like my friend Nicole. So you have a very prolific voice. Like, you know what? Apparently, because you're also, aside from like that person from Real World and Kirsten today, uh-huh. that happens a lot. Every time I meet people, they're like, you remind me of my friend so. So my first question is like, is just your one black friend? Did I remind you of your one black friend? And yeah, they're like, no, no, actually like, no, but you sound like, it's like you don't look like this person, but you always like, like you sound like this person. So apparently my voice is um, basic. Good to know. <laughs> no, it's just like you, you have such a presence around people that they're like, oh, you feel like home. You remind me of, Yeah. <laughs> thank you that's so lovely yeah hmm. um uh but uh kirsten says that every time that they listen to our show uh their husband says oh is that nicole tell her i said hi <laughs> so <laughs> no it's not nicole it's me <laughs> what we're not gonna do is get us mixed up okay uh, <laughs> um and Kirsten just said that they love the restaurant talk and which I forgot what we were talking about exactly. Um, maybe yeah. about like restaurant yeah. service, I want to say. Maybe? Like, I think we were talking about like, oh, I, I want to say we were maybe saying how like the types of restaurants you have, like the higher end rest, the, the like lower end restaurants, the worst customers you have. And then, oh, yeah. like, you know. Um, oh, yeah. People's, like, our experiences in, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I think as you talked about, in particular, when you were a server. Yeah. And ranch mm-hmm. people. I can't stand ranch people. Yes, ranch people. It's like, get a culture. <laughs> like, actually, no. People what people say, white people don't have culture. They have ranch. Damn, you heard it here first, white people. Your culture, ranch, and she like, half white, so she could say that. I, I, I didn't say it. I got like stand on. She said it. So. It's, it's ranch, and um, what me? F- and fucking uh, oh, what, what? I just had it. Ranch and oh, I forgot it. I forgot it. Um, but yeah, just like and like, like hey. racism, <laughs> obviously racism. Uh, the double R's. That's Saucy um, Schroeder's um newest book, Ranch and yes. Racism. Oh, it's ranch and like hot <laughs> sauce. You know, like <laughs> okay. I feel like I every hot sauce. Okay, but like there's <clears throat> there's like a level of like not even just white people, but there's like some people that just like, don't they like, they're like, Ooh, I'm such a foodie. And they just love hot sauce on everything. And it's like, you just like the taste of hot sauce. Okay. And it's like, what about the other flavors that are underneath that hot sauce? You know? Yeah. No people who put hot sauce on everything. I'm like, that's a bit like you're doing a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, but I would say like ranch, ranch is supreme when it comes to white culture, but like hot sauce, hot sauce is a little bit adjacent. 
um but yeah that's um that's what i've learned in my half whiteness so far in this world okay yeah okay no i you know i I think you know what like you're an expert so yeah (laughs) yeah and crock pot meals Yes, yes, yes. Crockpot meals. But for the one time I worked with like a majority white office, um, they had like a crockpot, like like as part of like a Thanksgiving kind of thing. We had like mm-hmm. a crockpot like cook off, and everyone everyone had a crockpot. And I was like, does everyone here have a crockpot? They're like, yeah. And everyone brought a crockpot, and like we like they, they had like them all plugged up and like plugged in in our like little like conference room, and we all like got to like taste them um i did with the dessert i i brought a dessert and my dessert did win but okay. it was not a crock pot because the desserts didn't have to be crock pot obviously right um it was delicious and amazing um but yeah uh everyone like like was really into crock pots i was like wow okay <laughs> do you think that it's like crock pots are to whiteness as like disposable foil containers are to blackness like when it comes to like holiday get togethers. Yeah, I think because we like to do like the like the foil like container and then if I, you have a shafer. Everyone has like the shafer like heaters, like the catering. I, yeah, I don't know why we all have catering. <laughs> like, do you have that? Like, like yes. I, I don't know why we have it. <laughs> we all do. We all have like a catering set up for every holiday meal. Okay, thank you. Like, I'm like, what is this party down? Like, why, why do we all have catering setups? I thought it was just my family, but I'm like, no, actually, black people always have like shaper, yes. like shaper dishes and shit. Like, that's how we serve it. It's like, yeah, you have it like a catered buffet. Yes, that's our crockpot. Yeah. Oh my god. Wow. We're really like making strides, in, like cultural comparisons. That's exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> okay like so you know i you know here i am i can't read y'all for crock pots like you know it's it's serving the same, same purpose mm-hmm, mm-hmm. serving hot meals yes for lots of people yeah yes <laughs> i love that uh but yes but that is all we've got this week um and we've got a few new followers so thank you shout out to all our new followers And thank you for joining us on this lovely journey. Oh my God. Thank you. It's always, it's always fascinating that we're, if we're, we're still like accumulating followers and listeners. Cause it's like, (laughs) I feel like at this point, it's like, you're either just like here (laughs) and that's it. Like no one's like, no one's like discovering the podcast this deep in. So it's like, thank you. Um, But yes, be sure to hit us up at EWS pod on Instagram. But if you are ready, Lauren, I am ready to jump into this episode. Let's get into it. All right. We are still in season eight, episode um, eight and nine, Lost in Love. Part one and part two. In part one, at Degrassi, the students are getting ready for the sweetheart dance. Spitter's life plans begin to fall apart when he doesn't get into police college until he gets an unexpected visit from an old friend. Claire has to decide between Casey and Connor when both guys ask her to the school dance. Meanwhile, Kelly and Emma reveal their feelings for each other and go on a date. This episode also marks the final appearance of maligned person, especially right now, Aubrey <laughs> motherfucking Graham, aka Drake, as Jimmy Brooks, who uh-huh. is pissing everybody off right now. 
being Listen, real corny lately. Being more corny than usual. I know, and that's a, that's saying a lot for Drake. <laughs> yeah. No offense uh, to you because you don't give this energy, but he's giving very white mom lately. Listen. Um, the biracials with white moms have been <laughs> acting crazy. Like him, Doja Cat, they've been doing too much lately. I'm like, y'all need to calm down. I would say the it's particularly biracial men with white moms. It's it's Are always just like doing the fucking most lately. Like shut the like shut the fuck up. Like <laughs> but yeah, shout out to my brother for not being one of those. So <laughs> yeah, it's bro. not true for everybody. But true for some. I don't yeah. know what kind of what planets are aligned in what galaxy, but they're acting crazy. <laughs> and it needs to stop. Um yes. <laughs> uh biracialis totalis is in the <laughs> second house. White mm-hmm. mommyus is in the third. They're all in cancer. Yes. And I think yes. it's making everyone crazy. Yes. The tropical okay, cancer. that's my thank you. Yes, I'm Tim Astrologer too. Um, anyway, so we got the episode and our cold open. We got some very twee music playing, kind of like la 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 la. It's playing, yes, um, because it's like the love episode. Um, mm-hmm. and um, the kids are decorating the school for the is it the Valentine's Day dance? Like, I don't know what time. I'm assuming it's Valentine's Day. Like, what? Like, sweetheart dance? I assume it was Valentine's Day time. I don't know. Yeah. But it's, it's, Degrassi's like, well, it's been approximately two hours since our last dance. So we've got another yes. one. True. They're like, it's time for this dance. So that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. No matter what time of year, it's, it's the, the time for it. Exactly. Um, Sav really wants to win Anya back. As you know, they, last we've checked, they were broken up. Um, and Spinner is waiting back, waiting to hear back from police, the police academy. Mm-hmm. Um, they've decided like Jane's going to be a lawyer and he'll be a cop. And I'm like, what is up with this Degrassi trope of like these teenagers trying to be like power couples? And it's always a lawyer. Like, remember Jimmy and Ashley were like, oh, like I'll do family law, you'll do criminal law. And now she's like, I'll be a lawyer, you'll be a, co- a police officer. Like, what? Like, why are you guys doing? Like, I did not, like, I don't know, maybe, like, I also was not dating in high school, but even right. then, like, I definitely had, like, visions of, like, my future partner, like, I'll be doing this, and they'll do that, but it was, like, when we're, like, mm-hmm. old, in my mind, 26, I'm, like, when I'm 26, <laughs> I'll be a, a high-powered attorney, and then I'll be married to a doctor, and that's what we'll be doing, and, yeah, yeah. but I was also, like, 13, <clears throat> like, they're, like, 18, like, yes, in, like, a few years, we're gonna be a lawyer and a cop, like, yeah um you know she wasn't a prosecutor i'm like you basically a cop too you two cops listen you guys you guys are the uh the like evil couple like criminals (laughs) like bonnie and clyde like it's it's getting serial killers um but uh yeah i i also feel like people like that when i see people the the transition from that now at our age or like I, I feel like because maybe you've seen this, there's like married people and then there's people that or there's people that happen to be married and then there's married people where like their entire personality is the fact that they're married. Yeah, and, I'm a person who happens to be married, but I'm not like a right. married person. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I feel like 
when I see people like that today at my age, I remind, it reminds me of people in high school. Like, again, didn't really know them, but like, I think I knew generally of them where it's like, why are we thinking so far ahead? Like we're so young. <laughs> like, no, you're right. Like it's people whose like entire identities are wrapped up in like another person. So if it's like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. being like a boyfriend person and like being married people where it's like, that's like our whole thing is like, we're married. And it's like, Mm-hmm. Um, there's one girl in particular I can think of from our high school. I will not say her name. She was not a mean person. She was fine. But like, she very much is married person. Like everything. I think I unfollowed her on Instagram. because I was like, I cannot stand this. Everything about her social media was like about. Mm. Having gotten married and they've been married for years now. And every picture is like, Mr. And Mrs. So-and-so. I'm like, okay, like you're married. Like I, I understood like the excitement when it was like newlyweds. But like mm-hmm. the baby isn't by yours. Like the shine is gone. And meanwhile, I'm my literally my first anniversary is this month, and I'm like mm-hmm. I do not feel like Yay! it's like oh like yeah like your time passed. Like I'm happy we're still both still alive. And that's like right. <laughs> yeah. That's all I can say about that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, people are weird. They are. Anyway, um, but anyway, don't matter how much he's excited because uh, he got rejected. So I plan it out the window. <clears throat> um, when you make a plans, God laughs. Um, and they're like, nah, you fail. So he's like, oh, shit. Um, so in our first scene, Casey um, is talking about Claire with Allie because he like he wants to ask her to the dance. He's like really into right. her. Um Anya, they're like selling tickets to the dance, and Anya and, and like like the little rose like flower things or whatever. And Anya throws some shade at Sav. Um, Connor wants to ask Claire to the dance though, because he's like, "We're better friends. Like we have to go together because we're better friends." And he keeps like harping on that. Um, again, they're still trying to like pl- plant the nug- like the nuggets of like w- like the big Connor reveal mm-hmm. that will happen shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, Spinner goes down to the police precinct. Um, and he's like, "Hey." I failed. Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> I failed. Um, and <laughs> the one guy is like, yeah, it's like, yeah, your PT score was bad and like your grades aren't good. And like, Spinner's like, but I had cancer. I just got over cancer. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. You know, obviously, cancer's a Spinner's cancer storyline. But I'm like, oh shit, you, you, you decided to do this exam, your PT exam, like, where you just got after chemo. Like, of course you didn't make it. Like, yeah. Buddy, buddy, I also lo- like no. <laughs> I also love in my mind. I was like, Spinner was like, I caught criminals red-handed that one time, and I knew I was gonna be a cop. <laughs> like, remember at this like this t-shirt <laughs> storefront. <laughs> He's like, that's what I knew, my colleague. Well, you know, <laughs> definitely like tapping into like kid logic, right? Because you like you like one thing, you're like. You know, growing up, how many I was told, like, you should be a lawyer because I like to talk. And I'm like, that's not, like, all it takes. But that's, like, you just like, have to hear, like, you have to show one skill set. And someone's like, oh, you should, uh-oh, like, I think maybe you should do this. And it's like, I don't know, my kid successfully fried an egg. I'm not like, you should be a chef. Like, right. To, does that interest you? Then, yeah, support that. But I'm gonna be like, oh, my God, like, you wrote an essay. Journalist, like. I guess it's just funny because I think the only time I've seen something like this, I guess in real life is like, you know, like 
all I have was football. All I have was basketball. Like, this is my only way out. Like, if I don't have this, I have nothing. It's like someone, everyone always told me I was so good that I could make it to the league. And it's like, okay. <laughs> but like, who, like, who, what other people told you? Like, do you actually have the skills? And so it's just funny seeing that in the context yeah. of like becoming a policeman. It's like, <laughs> You had one person told you one time that you might be a good cop, and now you're like disappointed that you didn't get it because you got I know. cancer and then took. But the you test. know what? I also relate to Spinner because I'm also somebody who like if I will not ever have an idea to do something as mm-hmm. soon as someone suggests I could, I'm like something I'm like it's all the most important thing I've I've always <laughs> wanted. And it's like. Uh-huh. And like, I'll be devastated if I don't get it. It's like, I'm very like, um, I'm very suggestible. Um, oh. I think that's why I haven't, I have, I have um, intrusive thoughts. It's like, if you suggest something to me, I'm just like, that's like my calling. And I've never thought about doing that thing in my whole life. <laughs> I'm like, I've always wanted to do this. The way I, I suggestive <laughs> is very, I, I always think I'm so easily persuaded of anything. Like I'm like, I'm one step away from like, kind of joining a cult like just catch me at a good day with a good idea like i'm in it you know (laughs) (laughs) well do i have a cult for you Uh, let's just just start one you'll be my first you'll be my first follower (laughs) (laughs) but but my my uh my what is it called i'm very skeptical that like if you can get past (laughs) exactly if you're but if you can get past that initial skeptic, if you can really like fool me, like, oh, you've got me. Like, yeah, you know? I've been watching so much television because, as you know, I was dying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched this one documentary on Prime about it's called like fighting your tr- like, so, like a, it's like a true flame like documentary. Yes. It's like a cult. Yes. And I was like, okay, every time I watch a cult documentary, <laughs> my takeaway is this. I said I'm highly suggestive, but I, I don't think I'm I'm like susceptible to cult just because I think I'm also just lazy and also like I I I'm suggestive su- su- suggestible in the sense that like it's good it's easy to convince me that like um I'm good at something so I'm like okay yeah I'm like great at this like you know right. but like it's hardest to convince me that somebody knows something so I'm like why do I think like, like anyone mm-hmm. says anything on like Google I'm immediately Google like that sounds, that sounds sus I don't think that sounds real like I don't be- I'm, I'm, I'm like I don't believe that and also I'm like why should I listen to you like who are you like like what's your thing like why like why are you important like why is God talking to you why not me like I don't get it so um but like I watched it and like my key takeaway Evan and I were talking about it. I was like you know what I was like I feel like I could start a call and he was like you probably could. He's like, you're very good at speaking with authority. And I think people like trust you. Yeah. And you're charming and you're good at like getting people to be on board. And I'm like, right. I am. I'm just lazy. So I could never do it. And yeah. I'm like, thank God. Cause I also thank just thank God yeah. I'm not an evil person because I'm like, I recognize I have the abilities to do this or to be a really good scammer. I'm like, I probably could get away with that. But I'm yes. like, I recognize, like, no, I shouldn't do that. It's bad. Right. And that's the difference between, the only thing between me, difference between me and cult leaders is, like, I recognize that, yes, that sounds awesome, but also that's bad. Don't do that. Because right. I don't do it. But they're, like, they go once, like, no, I don't care. I'm doing it. And I'm like, no, no, you should Right. Right. Yeah. Like, and. Like, you shouldn't make convincing people that they're actually men and trying to get them to transition. Like, what? 
That was wild. And with your voice, you could, you have a magical voice as we've learned. As we've so. learned, I have a very relatable voice that reminds everyone of their best friend. So um, I'm like, you know, you guys are so lucky that I have a conscience. You are all stuck. Humanity is lucky. I I talk about this with my friend because she yeah. she doesn't have a magical voice. But I say like, because she always has gets into these situations where like strangers and like people that barely know her like are just like sharing way too much and like really asking for her input like way too early into like meeting her and I was like I think you have a specific like presence that is very trusting for people in a way oh, that yeah. I don't <laughs> people are like oh really? not her I like but with my friend like it's very specific the amount of times like that because I think she's like if, if you get to know me a little bit then that's it but like first meeting this person like she is like people just just give in too much in a way that's uncomfortable and it's like why do you feel so comfortable around me um to share all this mm. and um and like why why is this happening um in a way that like I don't but I, I think you probably have that with your voice like you like you I could see that. I have a certain tone in your voice, I, I, you know? I wouldn't say people immediately are like, let me tell you everything. <laughs> but I think I, I'm very good. I think I'm good at coaxing things out of people or getting people to tell me things. Mm. Okay. Um, you know, what all boils down to is like, it's important to recognize that you have capacity to manipulative. And I think that's what I recognize. Like, <laughs> I have the capacity to manipulative. I just choose not to because I'm like, it's right. not right. But I'm like, right. I could. I could exactly. um yeah so all to say is that when I watch these things I'm always just like you know these people are bad people but I'm also like I get it like I, I get the desire relatable. to want to do that I'm like relatable yeah. okay relatable king like I get it like why you'd want to like destroy this person's life but also like you shouldn't mm. do that yeah it's a bad thing um yeah but the guy's like he's like you know what we need guys, we need guys like you on the force with one ball um here's his hat um reapply next year it's giving the same energy as like in commercials when flight attendants give like little kids the the little wings, the wing pins. It's like this is pity. <laughs> this yeah, it's like <laughs> don't get but his hopes up. He's, he's like, yes, like they love me. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like RoboCop, and he's like, yeah, um, come back next year after you work out. Maybe go back to school, get your grades up, and then like we'll we'll talk, and maybe you could get in. So, um. We we kick back to college. A st- storyline I forgot. We were we were still following Same. these kids in college. I was like, oh my god, we're in college, and Emma and Kelly have been hanging out. Um, and Kelly recently broke up with Gwyneth, so now Kelly like Emma's like, hmm, okay, like maybe there's something there. Like we're kind of getting like vibes that mm-hmm. something is going on between the two of them. Um, Team Nerd back at Degrassi is going to the robot finals. Um. Anya comes into class to deliver roses. Um, and Casey got Claire a rose, but also Connor got Claire um Claire a rose. So now they both have roses. Or she or she has roses from two guys. Mm-hmm. Um and Allie also got a rose and it's blank from a secret admirer, you know, classic teen show trope. Ooh, a secret admirer. Who could it be? 
Have you ever had a secret admirer? Uh, no, but, um, no, I never have. Me neither. Uh, I don't think it's real <laughs> or it's a stalker. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> should be wary of secret admirers. Because you know what? It's, oh, Sneak is coughing. You know when, like, um, catfishing, where catfishing, 90 Day Fiance, Love After Lockup, all the things where, like, you are not having a real interaction day to day to gather a real understanding of someone. So you basically paint uh-huh. this picture of who this person you want to be. And you kind of create this perfect image in your mind. I feel like that's what happens with Secret Admirers. Because you're like, oh, who could it be? And you're imagining all the people it could be. And then when you realize who it is, you're disappointed. So. Yeah. Yeah. But still. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm not turning down a Secret Admirer. If anybody wants to be my Secret Admirer, I mean, I'm not, I'm not like put pushing it away. I'm fully accepting it. Of course not. There was a time in my life where I would have been very intrigued by it, but like, yeah, like your point, I would be like, someone's stalking me. I'd be like, uh-huh. I'm afraid. I'd of, be scared. I have a stalker. I am no one important, but I just like, you know, I'm like somewhat online. So there is that kind of like feeling like, oh no, like what if there, I, every so often I think about like, what if there is somebody who's like, girl, okay. now, you know, I open window, suddenly I don't <laughs> feel so cute and Carrie Bradshaw in this open fucking window. I'm like, um okay so this has happened to me i don't know if i've ever talked about this on the podcast um but i am also online but like within the context of china like i'm i i on occasion in times i get recognized because within the context of china i have a presence online um especially if i'm a black woman like who like lives in china and you like post about it Yes. And so a lot of people that are trying to learn about China before coming here, watch my content. And then they're like, oh, you're Lauren. I watched your videos before coming here. So yeah. there was time, there was a time a few years ago where there was someone that was messaging me um, and commenting on things in a way he was a man. Oh, I think you told me this story, but you didn't tell the pod. You okay. told me, I think you and I talked about this. Yeah. Okay. And he was messaging me in a way that, like, again, it's just, there's, I feel like everyone's experienced this, especially women. You just get a vibe. You're like, this is not a safe interaction. I don't feel comfortable. It's making me feel uncomfortable. And so uh, one time this person had messaged and commented on one of my pictures saying, like, it was a picture of me, like, somewhere in China having nothing to do with the interaction he's about to talk about in the comments. He was like, oh, I saw you at Cumex, which is like a chili type, a Chili's type restaurant in Beijing. I saw you at Cumex the other day. And I just like felt so weird because I knew I was with my partner at the time at Cumex, but he never came up to talk to me. He never said anything at the time. He just commented on my pictures saying that he had seen me and that made me feel really uncomfortable. And then one day I went to a restaurant by myself because I was meeting a friend there later and I saw him and the restaurant was very empty and I just was like paralyzed with fear and then he was like excuse me miss ma'am ma'am I love your videos ma'am he so huh can you can you hear me ma'am and I had headphones on but I was pretending I couldn't hear him um but it's just like 
<laughs> all I have to say, the secret admirers in real life are creepy. That is so scary. It's very scary. Um, hi, Evan. Lauren's Evan just walked back. Yeah. <laughs> Evan just made an appearance. Uh, yeah. He brought me water. Um, I'm taking not, a Mucinex. <laughs> yes. And, and that's a nice version of a secret admirer. He's admiring your illness from far and providing you medicine. <laughs> <gasps> oh, my God. You're so silly. Uh, yeah. Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there's just like, and there's been times where like, I don't know, people, people just can... I'm, I don't know people there could just be weird interactions with the parasocial relationship and oh, yeah, sometimes it's definitely creepy. definitely I've never had a creepy experience um but like I just am always just wary of it like I, I always yes. get nervous too because I post when I have shows I post them and I say where I you know I am broadcasting where I will be right at a certain point I'm just like oh god like I hope I don't like I don't know people are just some people are fucking weird like again I'm not yeah. like try to act like I'm like famous or anything no one fucking knows who I am but it's just like you know you never know people are are, are scary I mean I think we've all seen that Drew that Drew Barrymore video and that stalker oh showed up. gosh so that was scary like, it's very scary and it's like when she was like in that paralyzing fear like oh she recognized gosh. him and was like yes. oh shit this fucker is here yeah that's that's gotta be yeah very scary also um somewhat related i'm now addicted to tiktok because of my illness i was on t- i finally just started watching tiktok i never like i've had tiktok on my phone for years i've just never i somehow never i resisted it and then one day i was like let me just start looking and now i'm like the algorithm yeah. is hitting isn't it not even though it actually oh. for me it feels almost like gambling like it's like okay. i'm like okay like I'm watching stuff and I'm like not really interested, but I just keep scrolling in the hopes that I'm gonna like hit yeah. jackpot. And I'm That's... just like, oh my God. But Crazy. the jackpot is the algorithm because you're like, oh my God, yeah. it found this video found me. Yeah, it's getting there. Um so every so often I still get like random things where I'm like, that feels like weird, like like manosphere. Like so I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't like how quickly like they don't give you enough time to figure out what the video is. So I'm like, I feel like I'd be very quick to like get like what am I watching? Mm-hmm. And like, um, maybe that's like my slow millennial brain. I'm like, oh, what am I watching right now? And I'm like scared. I don't want them to like, like I'll, I'll stumble on something that ends up being like, an, like it's all of a sudden like transphobic. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I, I, just, I'm like, I don't want to, like, I want that. I don't want you yeah. to keep showing me that. Or like, like you know? or sometimes you don't realize it's going to be a stitch where someone that you want to hear from is commenting on the bullshit of that problematic video. Yeah. So I'm like, whoa, yeah. like, do they think I'm like MAGA? Like, like, what about me is saying that? Like, I'm like almost exclusively saying like liking reality TV, like <clears throat> funny videos and like gay shit. Like, there's nothing like yeah. and Beyonce. Beyonce is all over my feet, all over my timeline. Yes. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> You're just like speaking yeah, like to that. your phone. Trans rights are human rights. Black lives matter. Fem- <laughs> femininity, feminism. Uh, you know. All, all the all the turf stuff uh i'm like i'm like really just like trying to like make sure they understand like yeah. what i'm trying to look for i do not want any <laughs> shit like yeah yeah but um so secret admirer ooh, ooh ali who could it be um spitter talks to jay about his you know his whole rejection thing they're at the dot and holly jay is like 
tell the truth. But of course, Spinner instead of decides to take advice from Jay and be like, just lie. So he's like, I know I'll do. I'll give her bad news and I'll give her good news. Okay, like that's how it's gonna have to be. Which is like, I mean, fair. So Spinner goes to Degrassi and he pulls her out of class. I'm like, this is weird. Like, if I were a teacher, I'd be like, no, you're not a student here anymore, Gavin. There's been a shooting. <laughs> Anybody just walk in the school and be like, <laughs> like, how is there no one? Like, you can't just come into the school and be like, hey, Mr. Perino, you mind if I take Jane out? Like, I don't know if he's abusive. Like, kill this girl. No, you cannot take her. And also, like, I'm sorry. responsible for her until the end of the day. Like, no, you can't take her. Like, also, okay, Jane is an underage girl dating an older boyfriend who used to go to this school who was held, how old, he's probably like almost three years older than her now because he was held back. Yeah, how old is Spinner supposed to be? <laughs> he's probably because almost, if Emma, if Emma and 20. them are like in college, they're like 18, 19. Yeah, he probably is like 19, 20. Yeah, so like it's weird that he's dating her and just casually coming in and pulling her out of class. It's just very problematic. I'm like, this is, <laughs> as a teacher, come on, like, Mr. Farino, let's get it. Yeah, together. I would have been like this, like after class. He's like, oh, well, it's Valentine's Day. The sweetheart dance is over here. It's fine. I'm like, what the fuck? Ugh. I'm like, yeah. And then like she gets murdered, like her angry old boyfriend, like who knows? Yeah. Um, so anyway, but it's it's bitter though. So he's not gonna do that. So he um he pulls her out of class and he invites her to the dance. Um, and he's like, I closed the dot. I know I said I couldn't go, but I closed the dot because apparently I'm the owner of the dot now. I closed it. Um, I closed whatever I want to. Um, and and she's excited. And then she sees that he has the cop hat that the cop gave her. Uh-huh. So she assumes like he got in. So she's like, oh my God, you got in. Like, and then he doesn't correct her, which like, I've never been in this in, in, scenario. Again, common trope in these shows right. where it's like, uh-oh, like, mistaken, you know, situation. But I'm like, this never happened to me. But I also could get being in that and be like, well, no, I can't be like, actually, no, I didn't. Actually, right. no, Ellen, I didn't get into police school. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> exactly. That's the reality of what happens. <laughs> right. Like, I love lines. Um, yeah. So, um, Shep, comes over and he tells Jane he's like oh like you're gonna speak at the leadership symposium and make sure you thank me because I let you play football because I'm a man and you're a girl and he's like creepy and weird but Jane's still happy she gets to do this leadership thing so now she really he really can't say anything because now it's like now she's like oh and we're gonna be a super couple I'm gonna be at the UN and you'll be a cop like (laughs) oh god like (laughs) uh it's also sad because like jane has so much potential (laughs) so much ambition in a way that spinner has yes none none (laughs) listen spinner is the right person for someone okay but like like spinner whether he's doing it consciously or not spinner is gonna hold jane back she needs to move on if Jane's not careful, Spinner will try to get you pregnant. He, like... That's the kind of guy who, like, will, like, I'm gonna get you pregnant to, like, like hold you down. You. Men mm-hmm. love to act like women try to trap men. I'm like, no, actually, it's usually men trying to trap women to get them pregnant. And then, like, now they can't leave. 
That's mm-hmm. facts. Um, mm-hmm. But she's like, she doesn't care. She's like excited. She's like, I'm going to symposium. And like, this is great. You're going to cop college. Yay. Um, so um, the nerds are trying to train their robot. And Casey and his fuck ass Bob. <laughs> I forgot I wrote this. Casey do got a fuck ass Bob. Why is his hair Listen. like that? It's not even like, I know that was like, like the skater hair, but his is not skater hair. He has a Bob. He's a Robert. <laughs> he has now this is a deep he's cut a for some of us he's got a coconut head from fucking nez declassified yes coconut head he does he does have coconut head but and yeah he's is, got like a little like bob it's like and it's like obvious you know this is, oh go ahead that one meme is like a guy who like he has like, the wig on and he's just like going like this yes <laughs> yes yes <laughs> That's him. <laughs> okay, what was that? Um, what year is this episode from? Is it from 2009? 2010? 2008, 2009. Oh. So pre Justin Bieber, but Justin Bieber was not the first person to have his hair cut. He just went viral for it. But yes. it's very much that skater oh. head. I'm also just noticing something. This is weird. When this was aired, it was aired February 13th, 2009, both parts in the US, like for mm-hmm. for Valentine's Day. But in Canada, part one aired on November 30th, and then part two aired on January 18th. Oh, that's weird. Isn't that weird? Um, it's anyway. It's a cliffhanger. I know, like quite a cliffhanger. Um, but anyway, uh, Casey and his fuck ass Bob are arguing with Connor over the robot. And Allie's like, this isn't about the robot. This is about the dance. Uh, Claire, you need to pick which one of these fools you got to go to the dance with. Uh, and Claire decides not to go. I choose me. I'm like, okay, girl, this is not 9021. Oh, like, relax. <laughs> I choose me. Um, Allie is trying to find out who her secret admirer is. I actually didn't realize it was real. I thought that she had sent it to herself, but actually, no, that was Anya who sent a flower to herself because mm-hmm. she's trying to make um, Sab jealous. I'm like, this is such a toxic relationship. Like, you guys are going to break up for good. Please. Um, it's like not okay. Um, but Allie's trying to figure it out. So she asks um, Anya who sent it, and she like she's like, yeah, whatever. I'm going to tell you. Like, I don't care. Um, Kelly and Emma talk about climate change um, while he mournfully plays the guitar because, of course, they are. He has the most ridiculous sideburns. Do you notice this? His sideburns are so like Yeah, it's too pronounced. Much. It's distracting. It's distracting. It's also like, listen, there is always a man out there that loves to have sideburn personalities. And <laughs> Yeah, a real sideburn personality. I have a new coworker that has a sideburn personality. I think at first I judged him hard. I think it, I think he's just a styled person. Like he he loves a a tailored suit and a very unique suit. And so I think he also has like sideburns, but it's just like they're like almost touching. They're almost curving down to his mouth and he doesn't have a mustache or a beard. Okay, so sideburn personality. I first thought when you said like interesting suit, I'm like is he kind of like giving us like a y2k like you know check it out now funk so but like like that kind of vibe 
yes but like british like colored sunglasses and he's <laughs> oh, sorry like, irish so i don't really know how to place it because like he's not a, if he was american i could place him better but he's irish and i'm like i <laughs> i don't know i'm exactly. like what like genre of person is this like i guess it's like they have that in their country because yeah he he also gives like <laughs> i go to a cafe to read like john steinbeck and be seen oh (laughs) he's like that person that like is like too intense for everybody else but i don't know if it's just because he's irish or if he actually is too intense it's it's hard for me to read like other foreigners here sometimes because i'm like i don't know if that's just because you're irish and that's normal there or if you're also weird like i think you are Mm. so yeah that's a good that's a yeah yeah side you know like sideburn person sideburn personality is like true because there's so many types it's like you can be like more like oh, hippie many. sideburn guy more like kind of like you like to wear like vintage like zoot suit sideburn kind of guy like you're like a, <laughs> there's you're like a, like a sideburns. Hip, hip cool guy like yeah it's like very different types of person so like yeah. i fully get that and then there's like and then he's irish on top of that so like yeah that's confusing and his name is rory Oh, so Ask like him for his passport, I bet his passport says what kind of sideburn guy he is. He is. They have to. They have to stamp it in there. That's true. Yeah. It, like it's it's bordering on he could actually be like the type of person that could really like hold up those sideburns. But I also think that he might just like be a guy that like his sideburns are his personality in a weird yeah. way. What if they're and fake? Just... What if you what if you just like rip them right off? he also like (laughs) he just gives he just gives off like i i I go into a cafe to be seen and i like write my own like i write in my moleskin notebook with a pencil that i have to sharpen or i have a typewriter like he gives that and he crosses his legs when he sits and he always looks like he's deep in thought and he has cyphers yeah, and he could also he like, he, he also be like a really insufferable person or just like neurodivergent. That I like it's bordering on. I'm like I think this could really be your authentic true self, and you don't really give a fuck, or you give so many fucks, and this is the persona that you're presenting. It's one or the other. Yeah, yeah. Yikes. Um, but Kelly is a sideburn guy. Um, Emma wants to learn how to play the guitar, and she's like, oh, like I used to love my Bonnie. I'm like okay cute um they don't have that much co- chemistry the actors but like, i guess no. he's cute he kind of just looks like peter he just looks like peter with like more hair literally they have the like same a, exact face it's like the same person like the like uh kelly is peter like after he studied abroad yeah oh my oh my god yes <laughs> but like he went to south america he went to like um yeah like Peru or something and he comes yes. back he's wearing one of those like hats he's like and he oh, like I'm choose such a like tobacco now like choose tobacco now and he's like he's like oh man like whatever these gringos and I'm like <laughs> yourself like <laughs> pero like you like, like you're like, that's all you- you're gonna go like what are you talking about? Okay, also, side note, have you watched the HBO series Savior Complex? 
oh my god i i, I can't because that okay, story I'll... upsets me so much i'm like i can't i don't know if i can watch that because i will punch my tv evil and like but i think yes I watched I watched it as part of my deconstruction process, but it was so hard for me to watch because it was like a lot of like self-hate, self-regret, but also being like, you fucked up people, but also like saying that to myself because I was a part, I was in the upside down a part of that for a bit. And I was just like, oh, it's hard to watch, but it's <laughs> same energy, but more problematic. Yeah, yeah, definitely the same. Like, oh, like I was like, he definitely like went to Peru. He did ayahuasca. He experienced oh, yes. ego death, and he won't stop talking about it, which is the opposite. I know <laughs> ego death. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, um, I don't think you died good enough. <laughs> you should go try and do it. Die again. Gosh, why don't why your worse. ego? Why don't you take your ego and go play in the traffic and then see what? Call me later. Uh, <laughs> oh. Yes. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Kelly did ayahuasca. Oh my God. So, mm-hmm. um, Spinner practices telling Jane the truth, but then he shows up at the dot and surprise, she threw him a party and Jimmy's there. And so is uh, Trina. Tina. What's her name? Katrina. Katrina, um Tasha, at, at, uh, <laughs> what what was this is the university oh the asian no, girl no 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 the girl who um jimmy was dating who went with him to get stem cell treatment oh white draco <laughs> white dreadlock yeah but she combed it out now her she's like straight now she called she combed it out she okay. went to well, she, um, she's also done ayahuasca <laughs> oh yeah her, her and kelly are good friends she did ayahuasca and she immediately combed out her dreads. It's like, I can't do this uh-huh. anymore. Um, but anyway, they're both there and she's in the crutches now. I think she was, had been in crutches though. Yes. Um, but they're like, yeah, you know, like they're back from um, treatment. Um, Allie's giving Casey advice. I, I also hate this character's name because like, I would otherwise call him Casey, but because his name is Casey, they all say it like, KC, like it's KC, it's not KC. Wait, you, you mean like it? the letter? The letter is KC. Yeah, I feel like I'm explaining like uh, when you explain <laughs> Mandarin to me, and you're just like, I have like a sound the same. I'm like, this is what I'm saying. Like his name is the letter K and C. C. Okay, got I, it. So I, I did I want to say KC. I want. I've been calling him KC, but then if you listen to them, they say KC because his name is KC. But I'm like, it's, okay. it's frustrating. So I'm like, his name's Casey, like, but it's like Casey. Anyway, and then they're Canadian on top of that. So it's just like especially <laughs> annoying. Um, but anyway, she's giving him advice. Um, <laughs> and Allie goes to detention because she's like, oh, like Johnny, Johnny's her guy. She goes to detention to be there. And she thanks Johnny for the rose. And he calls her backwards Mandari. That's what they call her now. And she loves it. Um, but he's like, we can't date because you're a niner. And I'm like, what grade is he in? I, is he like what, like eleventh grade, like tenth grade? I, I don't know what grade uh, Johnny's supposed to be. Yeah, in. me either. But he older, I guess. So he's like, I can't. My friends will make fun of us. Like we can't date. But um, she tries to leave detention. Perino's like, um, sit your ass down. You're in detention. Even though she like snuck in there, but he's like, um, you're here now. 
Um, yeah. But back at Spitter's fascist party, um, Jimmy's mobility has increased, we find out, and Trina's uh, mobility is also getting better. So it seems like they're taking to the treatment, which yes. is great. Um, Jade is talking to Holly J about all, of, like, you know, everything's going great. Like, I'm like doing this and that, and Spinner's doing that. And Holly's like, yeah, okay. Um, she hints at like, um, Spinner maybe not actually being totally honest. Ugh, um, so back at college, of course she is like Holly J, number one hater. <laughs> hater J. Mm-hmm. Um, Manny goes, uh, um is they're they're at college he has she has this terrible headband she keeps wearing i wish she would let them go um but kelly tells his tells all of them like there's nothing going on between him and emma like you know it's just like we're friends it's no big deal and he's like i gotta go play ultimate because of course he's a guitar playing ayahuasca doing study abroad going frother i think that's what it's called like if you froth like that you means play you ultimate frisbee golf yeah it's froth oh my god <laughs> ultimate. Uh, like surprise ultimate. surprise um i mean at most universities this was key but i think uh at my white ass christian private university frothing was like the cool sport so like <laughs> if you like really like I'm trying to, like, they were the cool white guys frothed. Like, that was a status symbol. Honestly, I'm just trying to think about what a cool white guy is like at a uh, at a Christian university full of virgins. Uh, and they that... also, <laughs> they're Kellys. They look like Kelly. They study abroad in Peru. They're highly problematic. And, like, but at Christian university, they also, like, are like leaders in their fucking uh devotional groups they like pray hard and like also have ultimate but prayer i don't know how i don't know if this makes sense but that's like they're like fuck boys but within christianity oh and i so mean like, I, I i absolutely understand what that means so they'll break up with you saying that you're not good for their relationship with god because they want to date someone else damn that's crazy but they're like player they're fuck boys but they like do it for christ <laughs> and they froth i'm sorry if like i would rather someone like just like cheat on me than to dump me for jesus like, i'd be so like i can't compete with him oh and then they'll also be like they'll like get to some bases with you like maybe fill you up like maybe you give them a hand job because they asked you to, but then they'll blame you for for turning them away from Christ. So they'll break up with you because it's your fault that you're that they're sinning. Oh, of course. Yeah. So. Of course. You're the Jezebel. You're the Eve enticing yeah. me. You know, I yeah. get that. Um, so Jane now is she's 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 uh, activated. She asks Spinner about police college. And she's like, um, she got to offer his, him an out, but he keeps lying. Um, and like, everyone starts asking him questions like, whoa, like, so like, when do you start? Like, when do you get to carry a gun? Like, they're like asking him all these questions about like police college. And like, he can't answer them at all. Um, so she calls him out in front of everybody. But I wasn't sure like, 
could everyone hear this or like the staging uh, was kind of weird i wasn't clear if she was like and like saying it and everyone could hear her she was saying it to just him and they were just all talk. it was weird but mm-hmm. she calls him out also say she calls him out and she's upset that he lied not that he didn't get in but that he lied um and and she like you know storms off um kelly comes back from ultimate and he's exhilarated he's like oh my god it's you know i just got some you know i just caught some air getting that frizz you know that froth um <laughs> emma asks if there's something there between them and kelly doesn't want to lose emma as a friend and they're also roommates too so it's messy but emma's like come on let's give it a shot like let's try and um i really would hate being manny and emma and uh, manny and liberty in this situation i'm like can y'all not date like like mm-hmm. i'm sorry like can we at least make it through the semester and then maybe like we can try like maybe you guys can like we can reconfigure like room situations and then you guys can, can you like can you just not date while we're like all living together in one Please. fucking room like can you not um it's bad enough if like roommates date at least if you're in an apartment it's like okay whatever like y'all right. want to fuck and be in each other's room who cares but it's like we live in one room with like bunk beds yeah <laughs> like this is weird for everyone like very can you not make it uncomfortable for me to like want to be in the room and then you guys are like hanging out in the room and it's like okay i can't be in here now like it's so <sighs> it's but it's so emma just like inconsiderate very um emma tells him that he needs to take her out on a proper date as a test to like see if like we actually have chemistry because we, we we have to try this you know yeah. um again forcing this chemistry between these two characters i just don't see it um spinner and jay get drunk i love the camera angle choices it's like, you know, ooh, they're kind of loopy and drunk. Um, but Jay's like, I know about love. Like, you got to do a big gesture. Girls love a big gesture, and then they'll take you back. Like, that's how it works. And, of course, Spinner is stupid. So he's like, yes, you are right. Why does I'm Spinner going to never time. learn that, like, when he makes a mistake, don't go running to Jay? Nothing ever ends well when you're going to Jay when you have issues and problems spinner have you learned nothing you dumb dumb spinner spinner like i don't know because i'm like you have gone to jay so many times that jay fucks you over i don't know why you keep going back to him but he listens of course um so jane is at home practicing her speech she said the line of the speeches some people think these arms are made for cradling a baby but they can also cradle a football Oh, you know, teenager Jane is like spitting bars out here. It's about to change lives. It's like, yes. <laughs> like, I'm a Give feminist. Give me a no I bell just, right now. One of the things I watched while on my deathbed um, was Iron Jawed Angels about like the, um, okay. the like the, suff- the suffrage movement. Like, but like uh, right before we got the right, to, women got the right to vote. I won't say we come black, but like <laughs> right. before women, white women got the right to vote. Um, and, uh, <laughs> very interesting. I, I never like learned about these figures really like Alice Paul and like the girls mm-hmm. and like how different they were from like the Susan B. Anthony's and like the older generation. They were like oh, very like radical. Either. Yeah. They were like, they like were very, like, actually really radical. Like actually like, a lot more, I mean, that's probably why they got the right to vote. Cause they actually were like really, really like in your face. Like yeah. they, um, they, like, at one point, like, they were, like, picketing outside of the White House, like, every day, like, for, like, months. 
Um, and like they end up they end up getting arrested because they were picketing once the World War One started. They were still picketing, which was like considered like kind of like treason. Like you can't like you're picketing a war president was like very like no no. So right. they end up getting arrested. A lot of them end up going to like this prison and they like had like um actually was like really horrific. They went on like hunger strikes oh. and then like the prison and then were like force fed and yeah. were beaten in the prison. Like it was like really like like incredible brutality. But actually because of it, like they were then able to win the right. But I'm just thinking about you know. Canada's version of those feminists. Right. And then like Jane is like, I'm part of that legacy. <laughs> These arms. <laughs> These arms are incredible. Oh, you hear? Oh, God. Oh, my God. You're so funny, Jane. Um, so Jane um, is like, yes. She's like, mm, yeah, that's good. She's really like feeling out her prose. Um, Spinner comes through her window, wasted, and tells her he's gonna change. And like, Jane is upset. She's embarrassed. She's like, and now you're drunk. Like, you're a fucking waste man. Like, at the end of the day, I wanted to be we're supposed to be partners. Like, you were supposed to just like be honest with me. We could have figured it out instead of this like bullshit. She wants a break, and of course, her mom comes in and she's like, is are you drunk? Like what? And he's like, I'll be if you like. I'll, I'm leaving. He's like, can I take yeah. the stairs instead of the tree? And it's like, yeah, sure. And he like, Bruh. rough stuff. Um, the next morning, Spinner is very hungover. Um, and Jimmy came through to visit him. And of course, Jimmy's proposing because like a teen drama would be nothing without teenagers trying to get married like when they're like ten years old. I, I, like always. I'm like I'm so sick of it like no one's getting engaged like cut it out okay i wonder because i have i haven't rewatched vampire diaries or like riverdale or like ever finished riverdale but i'm wondering did they did that happen were people getting married and engaged on those shows i don't know but i know like glee like you know they were in like they were several a a gay wedding and also like engagement like (laughs) It was very, I feel like it was, I don't know if like today teen shows yeah. have that, but I feel like all those we, we watched, someone was getting engaged and like try to be married at like 18. That, I don't I know if that, that was like theory. part of that weird like purity culture of like, yes, they can finally have sex. Like, I don't I don't know, but it's like, why was everyone watching get married on TV, like on teen shows for the longest time? That's a great question. I don't know. Famously, Cory and Topanga, like. And you know, I fucking want. I was, I was like, goals. <laughs> Can't wait to yeah, go to college I was like, with oh my, my God, husband. So cute. Yeah, I went to college with my husband. Like, <laughs> what? Like, oh my God. The way I wasn't trying to do that when I actually went to college. I Granted, when I watched that show, I was like 10. So I was like, oh my God. <laughs> My college yeah. was like, no, like what the fuck? Like <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to set I'm trying to set this pussy free. Um so um yeah, so he's doing it and he's like, Yeah, like we're you know, like we got you know, you gotta go for it when you like see what you want, you gotta go for it. Um so Jimmy tells Spinner like um to be there for Jane and like that's how he can like win her back. But of course Spinner like misunderstands that he's like, Oh, I know, I will propose to her too. Um, so Casey and Claire are working on that stupid robot. Casey asked her, asked her to dance again and she agrees to go, but like, 
I'm going to go to the dance. But I'm not going with anybody. I'll be at the dance. You mm-hmm. can be at the dance too. Maybe we'll dance together. We'll see. Yeah. Um, in our last scene in part one, Holly J meets Spinner at the dot. And Spinner needs her help. And he's like, you have to help me because you kind of put me in this position. And she's like, oh, you shouldn't have lied to your girlfriend. And he's like, yeah, but you'd have to tell her. Um, so uh, they she agreed to help him. Um, so she's class president. She's like, okay, I can get you into the supposed symposium. But like, promise me you won't do anything stupid. But famous last words for anyone talking to Spinner ever. And that's the end of part one. Oh, goodness. Look at Spinner. I feel like Spinner Degrassi colon. Spinner is always fucking up. Uh, uh, they're really, they're really going for like the rom com hijinks. Mm. Literally, Very. I'm like, can Spinner just like get his shit together like today? Like one of these days, please. Just Ugh. one of these days. Um, but are you ready for part two? Yes. All right. Synopsis. Spinner is willing to try anything to win Jane back after disappointing her. Claire agrees to go to the dance, but not with the guy she really wants to go with. Kelly nearly loses his opportunity with Emma and has to figure out a way to win her back. This marks the final appearance of Jake Goldsby as Toby Isaacs. We got another in the arms of the Ah. <laughs> Toby, I and also like Lacey. Lacey got a a good edit this time. Like something good happened to Toby finally. I know. Right before he leaves, he wasn't like I know, but it's not even like he's just like referee. Isn't like refereeing like robots or some shit like lame. Like referee slash like host slash like uh, Vince Man or whatever the WWE guy is. <laughs> oh, Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what it's giving. <laughs> Um, but in our cult open, we start out in the hallway of the symposium. Um, uh, sorry, hallway. I, there's a hallway delivery and Jane tosses the flowers. Um, oh, because J- I think this is at Degrassi. Um, uh, Jane is angry uh-huh. at Spinner throws away the flowers and she's complaining to Danny about the difficulty with Spinner and she's stressed about having to write the speech and the principal again reminds her that he he should she should thank him in the speech uh for all that he's done (laughs) for finally letting maybe just maybe her on the team after she gets curb stomped in the fucking hallway but and he did like nothing about it (laughs) um but danny who has had her back is like listen i'll help you write your speech you'll be good and i'm like jane look look at this danny let's look let's look to this man that could be a good presence in your life okay (laughs) right like danny who's still by your side danny who's smart yes uh danny whose father knows the mayor he's got connections honey right exactly this is this is a circle now that you're speaking at symposiums this is a circle you need to be in exactly absolutely um but we get to the symposium and jay and uh spinner are there and they try to get in but of course it's a symposium where there's always name tags on a table and people have to sign in to get in 
Um, and Spinner ends up sneaking in by pretending to be someone else who he thinks is a nobody at the time. We get to Bot Wars with Toby Isaacs. And <laughs> uh, Toby is hosting and he's got two hotties on his side. He's got a, a men's warehouse suit on and he's living his best life. Um, uh, during the competition, um, every so Claire KC which I now, I will, I literally didn't know his name was the letter K, letter C. So even I was confused. <laughs> um, Claire's there. Um, Connor and Allie are all there. Um, and uh, Claire's kind of like in this kerfunkle. She's like, I don't know what to do. I'm confused. I don't know who should go to dance with, but she decides to go with Casey because listen, this is the era. We know Casey's got his hair, but there was a certain effect that like a boy with long hair at a certain age had on girls. Yeah. Even if it was a fuck ass Bob, it did something. It did something to us that we couldn't necessarily control. (laughs) He's like this. You can't see me, listener, but he is like this. The, the neck, hair, like... the neck hair flip was like, that's why in fucking. Yes. Yes. I was about to say, I was about to say, that's why. We're, fucking so, we are so connected, like across <laughs> oceans and mountains. Like I was like, I just immediately started singing it. Yes. 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 That's exactly why. That, like they they just portray it so well that it's like that fucking like neck hair flip and like looking out into the distance we thought was so powerful because it was it was powerful, powerful. Mm-hmm. <sighs> i don't know what's the what's the the like so if that's that for girls what's the equivalent for like in the heteronormative sense what is when boys are looking at girls like what's the equivalent I think it's somewhere. I think it's like maybe like, like the hair through the hair, hand through the hair. Oh my god! Like, yes, white girls used to love that. Like, like this and like, <laughs> and like, listen, bitch, I got my braids too. I can do it too now. And like, I just like go like that, and you just like do like a little yeah. like shake out. Oh my god, the fucking shake or like when my hair is out. Um, I think definitely like when I wear my hair like silk press, mm-hmm. definitely I do like a little like like zhuzh. Like a little like a zhuzh, a little like like pull of a spring, a little twirl at the end. Yeah, I personally like like my hair is straight and I have it down. I like to kind of give kind of like a freshly fucked look, like kind of like 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 oh, like it's a little messy. It's like <laughs> it's a little like Sophia Loren, like <laughs> yes, very much that. It's up uh, whatever it is, whatever in our like fucking evolutionary brains, where like the hair. The hair really gets us going for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, um, but uh, Claire, Claire has been moved by this hair, and she's like, "Listen, Casey, my loins are throbbing. I'll go to the dance with you." <laughs> um, my loins are throbbing. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, "I feel warm and fuzzy down there. I guess Casey's the one." Um, <laughs> 
uh johnny demarco surprise surprise is also at the competition which i'm like bro you are really in your feelings for this girl you are showing up and trying to not fake be. and trying to feel like, oh i can't date a niner but you're also at a robot competition like what's more embarrassing right i'm like this is why <laughs> i think that so i don't think it's embarrassing your girlfriend's a ninth grade i think it's embarrassing your girlfriend's a fucking nerd and you showed up that's <laughs> and you supported her ill you're going to a saturday afternoon bot wars like that's that's not cool sir not cool yeah instead of smoking weed with your friends weird come on um but he's like listen it's weird to like niners um and Allie's like listen she kind of tempts the possibility of them being together and listen he's already enticed enough by showing up to this so he's like she she knows she's like reeling him in Allie the fucking I don't know I feel like have we talked about Allie's like presence like she's she's a young alpha like where she's like she's confident she knows how to like work (laughs) she knows how to like wrap people around her finger and like but like in a in a like uh, a young alpha teen girl way Oh yeah, Allie's gonna go far in life. Like she yes. like has, but like not in like a mean girl way. In like a very like oh she's very confident and self possessed. Yes. Like this girl's gonna go far, like a Paige, but less mean than Paige because Paige yes. also is very like confident in a way that's like wow. If harnessed for good, like you really could like you could be like she could be prime minister. Like and Allie is confident in the sense that like listen Johnny Demarco is not hot. He's like grunty and dirty, but like Allie's like, I like it. I'm going for it. <laughs> you know? Like. Yeah, she's like, it's just care. She's like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, I, like... <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's refreshing, but yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, we get to uni, and Emma and Kelly are hanging out. They have had an all night. They're planning, I think it's they either had a date. Or the date involved an all-night marathon, movie marathon. Mm-hmm. I wasn't necessarily right. clear. Um, but they're approaching their dorm door. But obviously, they're not just going to say goodnight because they both live in there, unfortunately, for Manny and Liberty. Um, but before they can get inside and have, or before they have their first kiss outside the door, um, Gwyneth, who is Kelly's friends with benefits, full-on ex i'm not really sure um but she and kelly used to have a thing but gwyneth arrives she interrupts and she wants to talk to kelly and kelly's like oh got a jet uh she needs me got a jet (laughs) he like runs with his little like also he always has that like green puffer jacket on i'm like is it always cold like does kelly have low iron like are you okay (laughs) oh goodness um poor emma she's like damn i really can't catch a break maybe i should have nope. married sean <laughs> yeah she's like an army wife <laughs> I uh, um we uh get back to the symposium um jane is giving her speech and spinner is there listening and he realizes that he doesn't thank him she doesn't thank him um she thanks numerous other people it's um, after he like snuck in and he like said he's like a f- 
farmer, right? Yes. So he says that he he snuck in by saying that he's Barry Cohen. And yeah. the guy that's basically the host for this symposium event is like, oh my gosh, what a privilege, everyone. We thought Barry And he's like be- Scottish. He's like, <laughs> yeah. oh my goodness, Barry Cohen's here, everyone. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, he's like, like that. I forget what part of Canada uh, people are that have that accent. It's like the... I think it's Nova Scotia. They have, a lot of them have like, they are like Scottish, of yeah. Scottish descent. So a lot of them have like that sort of like, very white. But not very white. Very <laughs> <laughs> Cohen. That's that's as good as it's going to get. He's like yeah. African-American crooner. Very white. <laughs> <laughs> Is here to sing for one night only. <laughs> <laughs> oh, rest in peace. <laughs> I know. Um, also... <laughs> Uh, one time I was playing. Have you ever played the game Celebrity? Um, which what game like, is that? Like where everybody puts names into a bowl, and then you have like different rounds for trying to guess which celebrity it is. It's kind of like it's I a, version a version of, Shreds, of that. Taboo, yeah. But like we stick it. I don't know what you stick it on your forehead, and like you pat, like you pat, you write a name, and you pass it to your left. Oh, you that's your forehead. Yeah, and then so, like everyone has to guess who everyone is. I love that yes. game. So similar. I I was the one, uh, for whatever reason, I was holding the paper. So I had to describe it to everybody else and they had to guess. Um, <laughs> and I got the paper with um, Barry White. But for some reason, because I had also had some drinks. So I was like in a rush trying to get this name out. And for people to understand, I got Barry White confused with Al Sharpton. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Like Yo, back with Al Sharpton, two different niggas, like two very different niggas. Like how? What? I think because like you know when Al Reverend Al Sharpton, like before he lost all the weight, like him and Barry White. I think in the, my mind they like relatively looked the same. But as I was describing it, I was like, he had a music career, but then he got into politics, and I think he was a preacher at some point. <laughs> and they're like, who? Whoa. And I was like, Barry White. And they're like, no, that's it. Oh, oh my God. I would have clowned you all day long. Like I would have, oh, I would have, I would have been in your ass all night. Oh my God. Or you would have realized what I was confusing. And then you'd be like, no, that's not him. That's some other guy. Like, Lori, do you think Al Sharpton is Barry White? No, I, but I think I, in my mind, time out, I y'all. Was like, time out, Lauren. <laughs> let me let me Google Barry White. I haven't, but in my that's mind, that's what my good mind. friends are for, though. I think a, a good marker of friendships or close relationships that you're good at guessing the wrong thing. Your friend, know, like, like she thinks this. Like, I know what she's thinking, and like she's wrong. But like, I know what I for some reason I know how this fool's brain works, and I'm like, yeah, that's what she's thinking. Okay, but listen, if Barry White had gray hair, they both had that fucking perm. They both had that relaxing. Yeah, that was it. Before Al Sharpton lost weight, basically the same. I can't Uh, believe. They were larger men in the public eye with long relaxers. With a little little flip at the end. They did, but have a little flip. 
little cheeky flip. Bring that back. That was cute. <laughs> oh, goodness. But all I was just saying, Barry White nor Reverend Al Sharpton is there, but we do have Spinner um, catfishing as Barry Cohen, the farmer extraordinaire. And he gets introduced and is called up to give his speech that he's prepared to speak, which of course Spinner does not have prepared. Um, and, uh, but literally he, this all happens immediately after Spinner like goes up to Jane and is like, listen, I'm so sorry. I'm going to make up to you. I promise I'm not going to lie anymore. <laughs> and then immediately he gets called to the stage to lie <laughs> as Barry Cohen. <laughs> So (laughs) um, we jump back to the bot wars, um, (laughs) which is like, okay, this, I feel like this happened, this didn't happen to me, but I feel like there's like certain moments when you're like young and like at like an outside school event with like other people you go to school with. And there's like a certain like uh vibe that like you're like oh my gosh are we like kind of like into each other like I feel like th- we are like you're around someone else and you're like oh my gosh we're seeing each other outside of school and there's just like this this connection we have um yeah of course and I feel like Casey and Claire are having that at the bot wars <laughs> the most romantic place of all um and because Casey holds Claire's hand as they're like getting ready to destroy the other bot. Um, and uh, But Connor views Casey trying to hold Claire's hand and Connor's like, oh, I guess we're holding hands. So he tries to hold Allie's hand and Allie's like, ew, get away from me. And I was like, oh, dear. Allie is so like (laughs) Allie has like no like so what we love about Allie is that she's so confident but what I don't love about her is like she has no like filter it's just like ill like runs away basically but also can you imagine right because obviously Claire and Casey are having like a moment but can you imagine just being you're Allie you're hot shit and you like stoop to these people's levels and like showing up to the bot wars and Connor tries to hold your hand before you like control the bot to win the competition you're like get away from me <laughs> yeah your hand bot wars. like I'm I'm like, it's already bad enough I'm doing this but also she does low-key want to win she's like you're distracting me. Like I'm trying to like bring this home. Like right. do not do this to me. Um, but Connor realizes in this moment that, you know, Claire has quote unquote chosen Casey and he's really annoyed and really upset. Mm-hmm. Um, Degrassi starts losing in the, the bot one-on-one competition and Casey goes off on Connor um, and is like, you know, they're kind of like, ah, you should do this. No, you should do this. And they realize, you know, it's not just about the bots. It's about something more than that. But after the argument, Connor runs off and is, you know, really upset. Yeah. Um, we get to, we jump to university. Kelly, it's getting later in the night. Emma's wondering where Kelly is, but Kelly is still not back. She's waiting up. Ah, that's tough. Um, <laughs> that I feel like that's a very relatable college situation where you're like putting up with shit of like, 
he says he just wants to go talk to her. I'm just waiting, you know, like <laughs> he said he'd be back. <laughs> My God, when I tell you, I want to say couldn't be me, but I'm, I'm sure at some point. <sighs> Maybe it's buried in the recesses of my mind because I, I, because of trauma, I'm Mm -hmm. sure I pulled some like bullshit like that. I'm like, it's fine. It's Uh it's fine. Like, I like, it's totally fine. Like, I trust him. It's like, as you're like paranoid, like checking your phone, like constantly refreshing, like (laughs) not being able to sleep. Try posting on like Facebook because it's college, like Facebook, like trying to seem unbothered. Like, Mm. I'm fine. Like, just hanging out. Yeah. It's 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 tough. It's tough to watch. I don't want to talk about there. it. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's too deep. Um, back at the symposium, Spinner somehow pulls off the lie, and everyone's really obsessed with his speech that he gives. And I'm like, forget cop school. You need to like, you need to start a cult. Because <laughs> I know it was there. actually amazing how they were like, oh my god, Betty Cohen kid farmer thank you so much for that wonderful speech they're so like and he's just out there talking chat chatting shit he's like you know cows uh-huh. sheep corn he's just like naming things on a farm <laughs> yeah. tractors exactly <laughs> um but spinner's feeling that high and he's like listen now's the time um so he decides in front of everyone to say you know i really want to think about the future and who i want in my life and so jane will you marry me in front of everyone in front of this fucking like hampton inn like all-purpose room (laughs) (laughs) symposium like It probably is a Hampton Inn. It's always like some hotel, like really, or like fucking Red Roof Inn. Like not even Hampton Inn, just like a like a uh, not a Rwanda. Um, what's the R one? Like a Ramada. Ramada, (laughs) Ramada Inn. Yeah. Oh god. Do those still exist? I don't think I've seen a Ramada Inn, and I don't know how long. But they're always on the side of a highway, and they're only there for symposiums and like lecture halls. Um. But Jane, of course, is like really embarrassed and annoyed and she rushes out. Spinner follows her and she's saying like, listen, you ruined everything. Like you, I just gave this speech and then you made it all about you and then put me in my place to be a marriage material, you know, like what the fuck is happening? Um, And Spinner, of course, is like, huh? what? What do you mean? And they break <laughs> up. And she's like, listen, or I don't know if she says it or someone else, but at one point someone says, it's probably for the best, dude. And I was like, maybe it's that sounds like Jane. Yeah. <sighs> um, and like the fact that that J- like um Spinner can't see, like, she just did this like whole speech about like female empowerment and like I'm more than just like what people think a girl mm-hmm. has to be and like choosing that to propose to me. And now like, and it completely like reframes everything and like the attention of like me being like, yeah, I'm like Alice Paul to like, right. let's get married. It's like, uh, and he just like does not get it. And also, I mean, we'll get into it as we, we continue the episode. Um, I don't like how the, the show kind of like 
implies Jane is in the wrong. I know. It's and not I'm like, enough that I'm like, we need to like, get this more clear. No. <laughs> Spitter is in the wrong. Like, Jane, Jane didn't do anything wrong. I'm sorry. Like, she didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, we get back to Degrassi. Uh, Danny... Uh, this is this is what you're just talking about. Danny's talking to um, uh, Jane and is like, listen, you know, from a guy's perspective, you know, Spinner's kind of upset that you didn't thank him. <laughs> and I'm like, what the, <laughs> what the fuck? Why does Spinner like, need why to be are thanked? We... But what also, why are we do? pretending that this is like what's going on? Exactly. Like, that's exactly. not what the issue is. The issue is that, like, let's go through the chain of events. Spinner lied to Jane. That mm-hmm. upset Jane. She broke up with Spinner. Spinner decides that he wants to win Jane back. He decides to propose to her in front of everybody. She rejects him. And then out of nowhere, it's, you didn't thank him? It's like, no. Like, you mm-hmm. you were trying to win her back because you had lied. Exactly. None of this, this thank thing just can't happen. Like, yeah, it's unfortunate and like, you know, sh- maybe, but like, but also again, it's like, she's doing this whole thing about like the female empowerment thing. I don't know if I would also want to be like, and now let's talk about my boyfriend and how he right. helped me. Like, you know, it's, I, I kind of get why she wouldn't. And also like, I'm sorry, this isn't the Oscars. You're not my husband. Like, I'm not, no, like, I'm not thanking you. Like, that's not weird. Exactly. That's not, I don't think that's anything wrong with that. Exactly. <sighs> well, again, Spinner Spinner is the king of the grass of getting all the the second chances, the the benefit of the doubt. Like the Degrassi yeah. is just a, a Spinner apologist show, I guess. Um, we get to absolutely. <laughs> We get to the bot wars. Connor and Casey, um, they realize, you know what? We sh- we're fighting about a girl, but we need to win this bot war. That's what really matters. So they end up working together and they start winning the competition. But <laughs> little did Casey know, Connor programs the robot to ask <laughs> Claire to go to the dance. And Claire is like, okay, sure. And it's like, girl, I mean, I don't, I don't know what I would do in that situation either, but. Well, that's a problem with like public displays of like affection and like declarations of love is that like, you know, I'm not going to, I don't, I don't subscribe to like the very like extreme, I feel like extreme, like it's manipulative because like, duh, duh, I don't right. think it necessarily is. It can be, but I don't think it right. is. Right. I just think it's just, it's awkward. Like, because it's like, very. you really have to have a lot of confidence in the person that you're asking a likes this kind of shit mm-hmm. and also is going to say yes to you. Right. So it's right. like, uh, I would err on the side of caution. Like, okay. So this actually happened to me recently. So I have a friend of mine, like, maybe if not recently, it was like a few months ago, but a friend of mine was uh, getting, I, their partner was telling me, Hey, I'm getting ready to propose. Like, I want to get your advice on things. And uh-huh. it was hard for me to give advice because I was like, this sounds like a nightmare to me. Um, <laughs> but like, Why? I think, because like, 
it not not necessarily a nightmare, but it like it's not something that I would want. And so, but like they were trying to like, do you think that this person would like it? And they're like, I was like, I think they'll like it. And so they were trying to be like, well, would they like this or this better? And I was like, I don't think that they'll have a preference. I think I think it's fine. Like they're basically like, oh, I want to like, because this person is like on online a lot. So they make a lot of content. They're like, oh, I want to have it videoed because I think like they'll really like having like they're like having this big thing. And then at the end, well, they think we're recording like a little video for TikTok. It's got to turn into proposal. And right. And I was like, but in my mind, I'm like, I don't want that. <laughs> it's not for me. Um, but like, um, but the more I thought I was like, oh, I think they'll like it. Like, that's good. But they're like, should we do this? Should I do it like this? Or should I do it like that? They're like, should I hire this person to play this music or should it be like this? And I was like, both of these sound terrible. <laughs> like, and like a public place in New York City. Like, it was just like, oh, no, 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 no. But I think yeah, the that, person that liked it. Cringe. But it's I, not. I would, I would definitely, I would, yeah, same. I would definitely hate. I, there was a time where I thought I would want like a public engagement. And I'm like, no, I'm happy that it was very private and very yes. not public at all. Yes. But I think that's the thing. It's like, you have to know, you have to be confident in the person, what they're going to say, but also confident in knowing what that person wants in an yes. engagement situation. Absolutely. So, um, yes. but luckily this person did know this person <laughs> and I was, and they're like, yeah, that's what that person wants. But I think I was like, also we were at a bar and I was like, definitely had some gin and tonics. And I was like, um, are you sure she's going to like that? He's like, yeah, which one do you think? And I'm like, I think both are okay. I don't think she's, I don't think she's going to get upset that you did this trend instead of that trend. Like, you know? Right. Yeah. So. But listen, Claire's like, well, I guess robots speaking really does it for me. Um, and also I'm scared to say no. So <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Um, we get Poor to university. Thing. Manny and Kelly are chatting and Manny's kind of like being like, hey, Kelly, like, what's the deal? Like, what's going on? And he's like, listen, um, you know, my ex Gwyneth, she really need to talk. And, you know, I just, I know we're broken up, but like, I still need, I still want to be a good person. I want to be a good friend to her. And Manny's like, listen, honey, you need to choose who you're going to be. You can't just be the good guy to everyone. Like, cause that again, you, cause it, at some point, like being the good guy to everyone without being aware how your actions affect other people, especially young, impressionable girls looking at a long-haired white boy that froths, you got to choose, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you got to be aware how your hair flip affects people. Can't be out here willy-nilly being like, oh, girls really think that? Come on, at Kelly. You know you're a fuck yeah. boy. No, you're... you're you're totally right. I I love that Manny called him out and like not even a like not even like an accusatory like oh you were up to no good with Gwen right. Gwen. It's like no like you broke up with her. Like you you kind of have to put your foot down. Like right, and that's just is what it is. And that and people just have to like accept that. Exactly. <sighs> we get back to Degrassi, and it's at the dance. The night is young. 
and Johnny shows up. He he's really showing up for for Allie, and I'm like, okay, young love. Like I kind of like it. Young um, hot, run free. <laughs> um, Claire and Connor are dancing um, because that's what you're supposed to do at a dance. But a bully makes fun of them <laughs> for being just kind of weird. Um, and Claire ends up, is it Claire that runs off or is it Connor? Or maybe they both do. I don't um, remember. But I think, honestly, I, think, I, th- I, th- I think it's Connor because Connor also, uh, Connor like is so funny when he runs because he has a little skip. Have you ever <laughs> noticed that? Like whenever he like runs off, he does like, a yeah. little like, yeah, and he, and he so I want to say it was Connor because I laughed. I was like, "Why, yo? Why is he skipping like that? Like, what?" Yes, uh. I think I think both of them run off because, or maybe I don't know. Claire eventually walks after, walks somewhere else, or eventually he runs away. I think he runs. I know, maybe I'm mistaking it. I think he runs away at some point because, like, I think Claire and Casey are kind of like being all like romantical, yes. and then he sees it and he's like, "You're my date," and he goes skip. <laughs> <laughs> He's a runner. He's a track star. Um, <laughs> but yes, okay. So Claire runs off. Casey goes mm-hmm. after Claire, and um, and she ends up showing that, like, yeah, like I just said yes to Connor, but I really wanted to go with you. And Casey's like, "Prove it, prove it that it's me." And I'm like, "Casey, you little manipulator." You little, you little lit liquor. Prove anything, like it's obvious lit liquor. (laughs) Like it's obvious that like she likes you. Like what Mm -hmm. is this like? Prove it, prove it, prove it. Like something weird. (laughs) Little Bob. (laughs) But Claire's like, okay. So they end up slow dancing in the hallway by the lockers, and this is when Connor sees it. (laughs) Sorry, it's not funny, but it's funny. (laughs) You're my date. Hey! You're something my deep! You don't dance with me! Okay, do you remember? This is a real, this is a deep cut. I think we've probably talked about it at least once in the podcast. Do you remember yeah. middle school? <laughs> that one kid, <laughs> that one kid, that one time that was like getting annoyed that people were like jumping in the lunch line. They're um, like like cutting. Yeah, and he was like, "Hey, no cutting," or like, "No, you're you can't you can't cut in the lunch line." Oh my god! Yes, um, <laughs> he said something like that. He said like really loud, like had a very you know he, his voice hadn't dropped yes. yet, it was very high pitch, and he was like, "Hey, no," <laughs> or something. Yeah, like, but it was so funny because like this was probably and everyone like, laughed. This was probably in sixth or seventh grade. And we went to school with him through high school. We made, we said that all the fucking time. We're like, hey, you guys. <laughs> hey, no cutting. <laughs> That's the back line. Hey, there's a line here. Hey, buddy. <laughs> we said that all the fucking time. I know, like, the funny thing is he wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong. Like, yeah, not. Nah. We all hungry. You can't just be cutting people like that. Like, I've been waiting here too. He wasn't wrong, but it's just like he broke like the code of middle school, which is like don't be cringe. So it's yeah. like, yeah, like you're right. Like, 
for being mad because like right. I know you want to get those clean pe peaches too because they do hit <laughs> but not clean peaches <laughs> Because oh, like, shits were delicious, but <laughs> you asked, you can't. It's like 1,000 like, ounce cans. <laughs> I love me a cling page. Like, don't, don't even play oh. like without. <laughs> it's really funny, though. I can't even breathe. But, like, if I saw that shit. There's an option pick up from the fucking I was getting it. Oh, so like I get it. Time. We all want the clean peaches. We all want a a, a, a pizza a, a French bread pizza. Like delicious. <laughs> Love that shit. Yes. But like you can't like announce it like that. Or you're gonna say <laughs> you gotta have bass to your voice. You can't just be like, hey guys. <laughs> That's the thing. Is that it was here? <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But that's the thing is that like, listen, you do one thing one time in your entire history and people be clowning you for that for the rest of your life. But the thing is, we it were is 2023. Him. It has been over 20 years and we're laughing about it because it was like, be, funny. Like it was funny. And both of us could name his full government name. Oh yeah. I, 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 I knew where his childhood, he rode my bus. I know where he lived as a child. Like, <laughs> yeah, of course I know his name. Yeah. I'll never forget it. I and actually, it, I I saw him at a party in college, like not yeah. recently, like like years ago. I went to like a party at like College Park, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Oh my god, Harry!" Like, I said hi to him. I was like, yeah. and he never said he didn't remember me, and I'm like, I went to school with you for, from elementary to middle school. Um, I think he tried to black out like that whole experience. I think he like I think he was aware like he was very. He also was the kid, the booger kid. He was the same person. He was the booger kid as every every school had the booger kid and like he was the booger kid, unfortunately. And I think that he like was trying to rebrand um, in adulthood, I think, which I understand. I think he also got hotter later in college, but he wasn't the he wasn't known as a hot guy. So I think he, no, was, like, he got cute. Of, I think, he, I think yeah. he looks good. So I, I think he like I think he like blanked me because he's trying to pretend like, oh, like <laughs> she knows my past. So, like, I'm you like, know, probably because. Probably years later, after that lunch line incident, we probably brought it up to him, and he was like, "Damn, they really, <laughs> they really like come for me." <laughs> That's why when I have kids, I'll be honest. Whenever they come, they come home crying over something embarrassing at school, and people are like, "You know, your parents are like, no, by next week, no one remember this." I'm like, no, they'll remember this. Like, I'm be honest with you, like kid, like, like they'll probably never forget this, but it will be minimal in their life. Like, yeah. they will, it will not be something they think about constantly. But they will remember it. Because you remember the things people did that's embarrassing, don't you? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Don't you? So they will remember this. But don't let it define you. Because they will not remember it. They will not think about it constantly. Yeah. And also, you just have to do something bigger and better so they forget. Hopefully, that that eclipses, like, you become known for something else. I think yeah. we should be honest with children about bullying and the fact that, like, sometimes, like, you're going to do something yeah. really embarrassing and that's what you're going to be known for. Like You just, just, just got to change yourself later so that there's things that they can remember better of you later. Like the all you have kid. to do is like change yourself to mold yourself into the person everybody else wants you to be. Like I know TV shows tell you like be yourself. Don't no. You should just be whoever society wants you to be, 
so you don't become Booger Kid. Do you get it? Because he Booger you're... Kid didn't care. Booger Kid didn't care what anyone thought about him. And you see now he's Booger Kid. You call him, we call him BK. Like we call him Brooklyn BK Booger Kid. Like, like so maybe consider maybe march to the beat of everyone else's drum. Until like you're in a bit. safe space where you can, you can be. That's that's real life. Listen, the Booger Kid at my elementary school. Listen, I could tell you his full government name. I could tell you that what after school program he went to. And he was a he was not only a booger kid, he was an eyelid flipper. Ah! <laughs> I hated that shit. So he really did himself no favors. He was, there's always like an eyelid, there's always an eyelid flip. Like there's always like the double jointed kid who was like, look at my elbows, and like and like flip it back. There was always a throw up kid who was always like throwing up or something. <laughs> like, hey yo, you the nosebleed kid. <laughs> You can change your diet. Like, why do you keep vomiting? And there's always nosebleed kid. There's always the nosebleed kid. Like, we're not a high altitude. I don't understand why you have a nosebleed all the time. Like, the air's not that dry. Like, you should get that checked out. But they're always like that, like that, like, like cluster of kids, like nosebleed kid, throw up kid, booger kid, island flu kid, disjointed kid, who probably had Ellers Danlos syndrome undiagnosed. But like, <laughs> Oh my God. But that's like, that's real life. That because listener, the, the reality is, is that in your mind, as you are listening to us to reminisce, you have names just popping up in your head of all these damn people. They're like, yep. Or maybe God forbid you were that kid. I hope, I hope, <laughs> I hope not. But also like my fever dream that I'm waking up in a cold sweat from is being like, what did I do in my past that people are still like, remember when Lauren Hamilton did that thing? Isn't that so? <laughs> oh, I know I have my cringe moments. I think, unfortunately, I think most of my cringe moments actually happened in high school and they weren't like middle and elementary school. So like, is that even worse? Because I know I did some cringe shit in high and in, in like high school because I liked a boy, and I'm like, I still think about it. I'm just like, why would I do that? Yeah. The time I wrote my my crush a note telling him that he could do better than his girlfriend, <laughs> and they read it in front of all their friends. <laughs> oh god. Oh dear. I don't know well, how I kept going to that. I don't know if I like. I kept going after that, but like, here I am. Okay, I'll share the shame. Uh, I'm married now. Guys, <laughs> I is married. Um, I <laughs> I remember in college, I've talked about many times, I hated playing basketball. The people on my basketball team bullied the shit out of me. Um, but in high school, I remember we would always like have a warm up time before games. And so there would be music playing. And I remember this was. Um, the Beyond I forget what Beyonce album it was, but it was the Halo album, and it had "If I Were a Boy." And I remember someone mm-hmm. caught me singing to "If I Were a Boy" because I fucking loved that song. I loved that Halo and all the sad ones, <laughs> but they uh-huh. caught me. They caught me like lightly singing to it, and then they clowned me for it for the rest of the year. And then I remember in college, somehow there was some trend of like. I forget what hashtag trend it was, but it was like some trend of like reminiscing about like, oh, remember that time kind of thing. And they started tweeting about, remember that time Lauren was singing If I Were a Boy? 
and I saw it. <laughs> I tell you, I was like, <laughs> you know, that, oh my that God, t- I'm so sorry. You know, that TikTok audio where it's like, I need to buy a gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what it felt like. I was like, uh, I think I'm good. I'm, I've lived life. I'm good. <laughs> oh, Lauren, I'm so there, sorry. This was like, I was a sophomore in college when this happened. And I'm like, oh my God, people still. <laughs> That was that was terrifying. Yes, so. the North remembers. People remember that shit. Like, oh sadly, <laughs> hate to break it to you. I still I remember the kid who peed who peed in class in second grade. I remember his full name. I still I don't I don't know. I just remember that. That was a core memory. Like it just yeah. I'd yeah. never seen that before. So like it just became part of my story too, part of my yes. lore as well as his. So yes. I hope he's doing well. I hope he's yeah. Um, he's learned to how to hold it. But um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, all that to say, life's get, life gets better. Um, <laughs> just, just as long as hopefully you were at the bigger kid. Cause I feel like the worst of all of them is the bigger kid. So yeah. Okay. Let's finish up this episode. So, um, <clears throat> we get to, Emma's house. Emma has gone home. She's really like had a hard time. She's like, you know what? I need a weekend away. I'm going to go back home and just like have that sense of home while I'm dealing with this Kelly shit. Well, Kelly, Mr. Grand Gesture himself comes by. (laughs) He's walking down the street with his acoustic guitar singing my Bonnie outside. Um, Okay, so it wasn't until this Brady. point that I realized that the song that Emma was referencing earlier was called My Bonnie. I thought it was My, body. my body. Yeah. You're fine because I actually for many years thought it was My Body Lies Under the... I thought it was written from like a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, my body lies under the ocean. Like, like bring my body to me because it's like... Oh man, yeah. like he died at sea. Like, get my body and like bring it to my family. I, it's not, it's my Bonnie. Also, I think my version goes harder though. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like gothic. Like, also, who's Bonnie? Is that a person or a thing? I think it's like a, like a, huh, I'm gonna find out. Actually, I think I found out that it was my Bonnie and I never even bothered to ask, like, what does that mean? Um, I was like, oh, the, the body has a name. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, oh, I guess it is about a person. So, so what is my Bonnie lies over the ocean about? The song was perhaps inspired by the defeat of Charles Edward Stewart or Bonnie Prince Charlie. Okay. At the Battle of Culloden in 1746. So maybe Bonnie is him. So no, it's not true. <laughs> this is okay. So the Bonnie okay, it's a traditional Scottish folk song that is popular in Western culture. Um, the song has been recorded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, What is it about? All of the song's origin is uncertain. Its original subject could be Charles Edward Stewart, who was called Bonnie Prince Charlie after the defeat of the prince at this battle I mentioned. And then they were like, um, Bonnie like is like referring to him, but because it's ambiguous, people also think it's like it could be a person or like a love song about like a, a woman. Or I don't know. I like a- I like my body better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, 
But while he's singing about, listen, also, if it's about Bonnie, the person, like the guy, commander person, is that a queer love song? Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's either I'm about just, a dead body no. or my my lover. I'm going to say yes. Okay. That song is queer coded. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Kelly's like, listen, I'm done being a good guy, and they kiss. But it, I also noted that they kissed in the same spot where, like, uh, Sean and Emma had their photo moment, and I was like, oh my uh-huh. gosh, she's, she's officially moving forward. Yeah, I peeped that. I was like, okay, that was cute. Um, but it gets interrupted because Connor comes storming in the door. Because he also stays at the house where Emma grew up. Um, and he's pissed. He's like, ah, dances suck or something like that. Like, young love sucks. And he's pissed. Yeah. And the, the moment's ruined. Um, but uh, our last our last little bit is kind of jumping around from the dance and back and forth. So Holly J um, uh, uh, comes up to Jane and is like, uh, asking Jane to beg her to tell her where Spinner is. Um, so I guess I don't know yeah, why Jane ho- goes. Jane goes to Holly J to ask, like, where's Spinner? Like, I need to because she's come to her senses now. She's like, oh, I have to right. thank him. She's like, where right. is he? Sorry, I had that reversed. Yes, Jane is asking yeah. Holly J, and then J is. Um, so basically the ball that's happening, Holly J texts J that there's a lot of, a lot of J's and Holly J texts J telling him that Manny is at the dance, convincing uh, J to, to come to the dance and obviously bring Spinner there. So it's this whole ploy to get Spinner into the dance. Um, J convinces Spinner to go and they, Mm -hmm. um, they show up and Jane, when they arrive, they're looking for Manny, but of course Manny isn't there. Jane gets up on the stage and makes another grand gesture, giving a speech, apologizing in front of everyone to Spinner and like making this big moment of like, hey, like you really mean so much to me. You've done so much to me. Like man in my life such a great presence male energy i love it i need it um i'll just say i was like girl you don't need to we don't need to be doing this no, all this but not at all they dance and make up and it's all good and um uh did we have a moment where Allie and johnny kiss for the first time which was cute we do we do. And she screams. She like screams. Yes. Yeah. It's very cute. This is like, I'm trying to think. This is I this is probably my favorite trope would be like the ooh, two people from opposite parts of the school fall in love. And it's a match made in heaven. Uh-huh. I loved it. Um yeah, fun. uh Anya sees Sav, who is dancing with someone else and has finally moved on and she's in her feelings. Cause she was like, Hey, I thought that was a guarantee, like confidence boost <laughs> for a while. I thought I could just play with his feelings and I'd feel good about myself. 
And it's like, turns out, still sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Claire tells Casey that she's not ready for a relationship. <laughs> I thought was funny because it's like, Claire, well, it's, it's, one day. it's been like 24 oh, hours of like people asking you for a dance and you're like, I'm not ready for a relationship. It's like, whenever you do, don't fall in love with me, please. And it's like, okay, Claire. Okay. It's it's Relax. very, she's she's watched Walk to a Member way too many times. You know, I've never actually watched that movie. Okay, you definitely should. Because it's like, it, I, I mean, you have to, because it's like, it's teen content. And I don't know, I think there's a certain thing about Walk to a Member that because it was like, it was like Christian safe. Mm-hmm. It like it has it had very big like it was it was popular in all teens, but then specifically Christian girls could also aspire for it as well because she was a Christian girl in the movie and then didn't have sex until after marriage, so it was Ooh. okay. Doesn't she die though? Yes, yes, she oh. does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she she does die um but you know but it's cute and mandy moore is in it she has a lovely little solo and you know it's but it, it's it's good but i i do love a teen rom-com so but i'm okay. very curious to know what you would think of it watching it as an adult for the first time okay but she <laughs> but I don't okay but you know do you know what Mandy Moore looks like at the beginning of the movie when she's like the weird Christian girl yeah she's like bangs yeah and she she's really into like old woman cardigans but not in an ironic way um, yeah I I remember like like the trailers for it and like like I, I probably caught like I would say I never saw I never well, I say I've never seen it I never like sat and watched it okay. I've seen like be like five minutes of it and like oh like she's like ugly like she's like a, she's really frumpy and like yeah christian i know she gets sick i know she dies at some point but the funny thing is, is that she also says promise you won't fall in love with me <laughs> she's still at her frumpy stage <laughs> i mean i i, I you know so that kind of confidence like i, I love that i already established we love an alley like i love someone who's just like Whatever you do, don't fall in love with me. Like, I, honestly, at times I'm kind of like that. Like, yeah. um, it, it went viral on Twitter where like people were like, oh, apparently men just do not realize when someone like is interested in them, like when women are interested in them. <laughs> yeah, and I'm yeah. like, that's the opposite of me because I think everyone loves me. I'm like, if I go to get like a coffee and they're like, um, do you want that for here or to go? I'm like, oh my God, like they want me to stay. Like they love me here. Like, <sighs> If someone speaks with me at the right I mean, tone, I give my like, head. I'm like, they love me. <laughs> like, like I'm. I think we I'm talked like, about I'm married, this. Okay, and they're just like, <laughs> okay, like, here's your change. Like, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked about this when I was in Portland, Oregon. I was like, is everyone in love with me here? Like, I'm getting tons of compliments. <laughs> right. It's like it happens, and you're just like, wow. Like, this is crazy. Like. I feel like that episode of Buffy when Xander like does that spell and everyone like wants him and I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Very much yeah. that. Um, well, Claire's under now that I've spell. ordered my little dress. Now I've ordered my dresses because of my what I'm calling my diarrhea dresses. I'm like, they're gonna really <laughs> love me. Like 
<laughs> They'll love me in this. My diary address. <laughs> Listen, you know, just promise you won't fall in love with me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But this is literally me. Um, like this is something that like I've realized there's there's like several times in my life that if I'm in certain situations, I inherently have to form a crush. I have to pick someone to have a crush on. And then really? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. so like, if I'm like, uh, it's in like, this happened a lot when I was younger. And then like, I remember like every time I go on one of these trips, like the, when I went on this food tour, it happened again, where I was like, I have to like, if you're, if I'm around like the same group of people for a short amount of time, like I have to form a crush, like in, in like literally in the childhood sense of a crush where it's like, I know nothing about this person, but then I hyper fixate on every little detail. And then, cause they're in love with me and I'm, <laughs> I have to have this crush. And so, um, I remember it happened like on whenever I went on a mission trip, it would happen whenever I went to summer camp, like I always had to form a crush. And I think it's like that, like childhood watching rom-coms, like anticipating like, oh, like eventually this person's going to fall in love with me. Like as they get yeah, to know I me. I get that though. Crushes are fun. Like they are um, fun. They're fun. Like I, you know, yeah, like it's fun to like have a crush or like, like it's funny about someone has a crush on you it's like oh wait like really they like me like oh <laughs> yeah. oh that's so sweet oh <laughs> yeah that's what that's what Anya was like oh Seth so likes me oh <laughs> and then he moved on <laughs> yeah it's so fun it's like I see you looking yes. at me you love me yes <laughs> and listen Claire's in her she's like really feeling herself she won bot wars and she's like listen Casey, I'm not ready for a relationship. This has been fun and we can keep things cash, but like, I'm really focusing on me, you know? Uh-huh. Um, and then we get to Holly J and Jay are kind of reminiscing about their lost loves. Jay thinking about Manny and Holly J looks on at the artist guy. What was his name again? The one that she Blue. like- Blue, yes. Another one of my crushes at summer camp. Blue. I think I talked about that. There mm-hmm. is a, a boy I was obsessed with at summer camp. Um, but yeah, Blue also has long hair and could do a hair flip. Mm-hmm. And do That's a important. do a do a Sean, a Sean Cameron. No, not Sean Cameron. Um, Sean Hunter run through hand a hair. Oh, Ooh. that's the original. Sean Hunter. That was the audience. That was the studio audience going. Give me a fucking Sean Hunter butt crack part with a hair flip and sway through the hands, sway through the hair. Oh my God. It's next level. It's next level. This role is the sluttiest thing a man can do. (laughs) Literally. Whenever I I walk walk in on the street and I see a man do that with his hair, I'm like, you're a whore. I say to his face, you're a whore. And I walk back. I spit at me whore and I like and, run away. Okay. Painting a picture for you. It's the 90s and you mm-hmm. have a second floor bedroom with plaid bedding and plaid wallpaper. Your windows open and unlocked. Sean Hunter uh-huh. climbs up the ladder that just always exists in that back window. And then 
taps on it, slides open the door, like ducks under the window and then climbs through and then does the hair flip pull through and say, can I stay with you tonight? My abusive dad is home. It's Sean Hunter, so that's where it's going. going. I mean, that's true. That is where it's going. Oh my god! (laughs) And you're like, yeah, just promise you won't fall in love with me, even though I'm secretly (laughs) hoping that he does. (laughs) Oh my god, you're insane. (laughs) Um, and we end with. Spinner and Jane talking about their future relationship, which apparently they are really engaged now, but they're not going to get married until after school. Question mark. I don't know. I'm, I'm like, you guys aren't getting married. Like, I mean, like it's not happening, but it's like, okay. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're getting married. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cool, uh-huh, cool, cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's it. That is it. Oh my God. I did not pick a song. Well, I did because I <laughs> so back when I thought that um, Emma said my body is her favorite song, I thought she was referring to the John Mayer hit Your Body is a Wonderland. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say Pretty Ricky. <laughs> oh, no. My body, your body's burning up. That was a good song. That song was Listen, rude. Pretty Ricky. Listen, talk what about are you them. Um, uh, that's a good question. I think they probably They're broke probably up. Problematic. Yeah. I think they. I think they went on tour like a few years ago with like that, like Omarion, like mid aughts tour that they oh, were doing. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Um, but definitely Kelly, Kelly is channeling like, um, girls, like he, he, he loves to go around campus and just sing that John Mayer song, Daughters, while strumming along on his guitar. Yes. That's his, that's his move. Oh my God. Yeah. That's definitely his move. Gross. But yeah, that's it. That's great. Oh my god, uh, that was so fun. Um, next week, oh, do we do it in the arm of the angel? In the arms of the angel. To g- goodbye to Jimmy Brooks and to Toby Isaacs. Um, thank you for giving us so many great memorable moments. Get out of here! All right. Um, <laughs> our next episodes we have bad medicine and causing a commotion. In bad medicine. Degrassi has won their first football game thanks to Riley, making him the most popular guy at school. But this, but his steroid abuse and a deep secret may ruin that when he begins lashing out at people. Ex-best friends Danny and Derek compete for Leia's um, affections. Sorry, like Layla. Um, (laughs) And in causing a commotion, Claire stands ends up for Connor when he receives unfair treatment from the chef. 
Sav and Anya have started hanging out again, but as friends. When Sav thinks he's winning her back, she explains that they didn't break up because she doesn't love him. They broke up because he couldn't balance their relationship with the with the demands of his family. Cool. Okay. <clears throat> All, right. All right. That's what we're what we're gonna see. Oh my god, I'm excited to get into those episodes. Um, I remember causing commotion was a good one, so um, it yeah. should be fun. It should be fun. Um, but yeah, guys, keep listening. Also, hop over to my other podcast, We Die First. Yeah. It is spooky season. We are doing heavy hitters Halloween, where we watch um classic horror movies. Um, we just did Psycho. So if you like Alfred Alfred Hitchcock and you like Psycho, check it out. We've got some fun, some fun movies this month. I think we're doing we're doing that. We're doing The Shining. We're doing Suspiria, and we're doing Night of the Living Dead. So check it out. I might Mm -hmm. just have to watch one of those. I think I could do classic horror because it's less. I think you could do like Psycho or like Night of the Living Dead. I think you could do. Suspiria is kind of like it's weird. I don't know. Okay. So yeah. Okay. We'll see. All right. That's all I have, Lauren. Do you have anything you want to plug? Anything you want to say? Nope. Just be sure to follow us on all our social media, which will be linked down in the description. We would love to hear from you. We hope all of you former booger kids, eye flipping kids, peeing kids, throwing up kids, nosebleed kids. We hope that you're recovering well. So. Yeah, I hope you figured out what the fuck was wrong with you. Like, <laughs> you hope you got went to the doctor and got that checked out. <laughs> yeah, like I hope you're like doing well. But yeah, thank you all so much for listening and we will catch you later, broomheads. Bye, broomheads. Bye-bye.